I've lived a thousand lives. I piloted a thousand souls. I killed and fought and died just for a single role. Uh, good evening, Internet. Uh, I have returned to you once again. Um, my name is Kadev, and I am proud to GM the game of Insert Coin Floodwater. This is our 14th episode, uh, and we have concluded that we will be continuing our game through the month of June. So those of you that are watching, there are going to be several more episodes coming up uh, before we figure out what's coming next in our time slot. Um, yeah. I'm very excited. Oh, uh, if, uh, you need to catch up on past episodes, you can visit happyjacks.org slash shows, uh, where you will find all of the shows that we have done before. Uh, they cover pretty much every genre and game system available, uh, I, with few exceptions, but not many. Uh, like, I don't know if we've done a role master game. Uh, I don't. I, there's a couple of other off off weird ones that we haven't gotten to, but I'm sure we'll land there eventually. Uh, anyway, uh, and maybe someday we'll even play D&D on this channel. I don't know. But, but that day is not this day. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's go around and... So you say... Yeah, I know. But I can still make the joke every time. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I should pass it around the table and find out who everyone else here is. To my left will be Jason. Hang on. I think I have messed you guys up this time. Not myself. You know what I did? Well, and and honestly, we should be muted. So, <laughs> amen, brother. There you go. There you go. Start again. Oh, I am happy to. Hi, I'm Jason. I uh, normally play Jackson. Crash Clay was uh, he was tragically killed uh, last game or two games ago, atomized as he went through a um, cheese grater of doom. And uh, now I have taken up the role of Lisa as uh, Danny's older sister, featured prominently in our first campaign, and is back now from her successful career in Hollywood to visit the town of, um, what is it? not Boulder City. Boulder City, yeah. Oh, Boulder City. I was thinking um, Boulder, Colorado. Um, 
is uh, back now to uh, visit the Camping Society and has gone through all of the strange discoveries since arriving. Uh, hi. Uh, to my lower left, Nick. Hey, hello, everyone. Uh, let's see if I can be heard or not. I will assume that I can be and continue to talk. Uh, I am playing uh, Danny Alonzo, who is the uh, party animal of the group in this current incarnation of the uh, Boulder City Chronicles that we like to call Insert Coin. And uh, I'm looking forward to being chased through a uh, top-secret facility by some crazy psycho. I think. I think that's what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, below me is Sam. Hello, I'm Sam. I play Cassie Abrams, the hacker of the group, uh, scientist, aspiring supervillain, reason why we're in a top-secret facility that we're not supposed to be in. <laughs> so hopefully all this goes well, because otherwise it's my fault. <laughs> I like the ownership. <laughs> uh, bottom right is Jay. Hey, uh, Jay here playing Colin the Seeker. Uh, and that's, that's yep, that's it. That's all I got. Cool. And to my right is Mac. Hey, guys, I'm Mac. And I'm going to be playing Midge Johansson, who is the lone wolf playbook and also deputy sergeant of the town and should not be somewhere where they might get taken away by some law enforcement. <laughs> I don't think these guys or are security, law But it'll get back to law enforcement. That's bad. It's not oh. a crime if the deputy sergeant is here. There you go. Right? Uh, that makes it legal, right? Yeah. Uh, We're consulting. <laughs> so about all of that. <laughs> You're just really fast on the scene. Cassie has a very tenuous grasp on what is legal and not. <laughs> Midge has noticed. <laughs> Midge will remember this. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, so we should, uh, before we jump back into the imminent peril, we should find out what that imminent peril is. So, Sam. Oh, yeah. Let's find out. I don't remember. All right. <clears throat> Sheriff Brody complimented Midge on handling the crab problem and offered to help clean up. She didn't mention the missing crash. She asked him about the nerds. Uh, They apparently live in the desert and they know things. Midge takes everyone aside and Cassie suggests that they get into the dry loop area to try and open the portal from this side. Midge calls Danny on Lisa's car phone and he's bewildered but asks Lisa to drive him over. He tries to lie to her about the danger, but she doesn't buy it. They reconnect over the drive to Collins. When they arrive, one of the big nerds asks uh, Colin if the house has leeks, mushrooms, or possibly mold. Uh, His weird device shows a high level on the fungus meter. Why does it have a fungus meter? Uh, Crash's skin, coincidentally, is a derivative of fungus. Uh, He might have got cooked a little. Cassie and Midge worry that he did that. Uh, he investigates the basement and then uses a bloodhound device to retrace Crash's steps. Cassie asks to take a look at the device and see how it works, while Sheriff Brody rallies the nerds to clean up the crab parts. 
Lisa walks up to a nerd and tries to lie her way into some information on what the fuck is going on here. Uh, while she's occupied, Danny asks the crew to fill him in. Lisa walks up and wants in on helping. Mitch is not convinced, but Danny advocates for her. Um, at least if she's with us, we can help keep an eye on her. Meanwhile, Cassie grills Lisa on her robot stance and her preparedness to do crime, which she is probo. Lisa invites them to visit LA sometime. To the lab! But first, someone should probably take the traumatized Maddie home. Midge comforts her and takes her home, letting her run the police lights in the car on the way back, while the rest of the crew goes to Cassie's lab, where the angry plant has divided into two angry plants now. Lisa is very curious, and Cassie blabs science at her, to the annoyance of Danny. Cassie calls her dad to get his help on building the tracker. After an hour, she still can't figure it out, but they do um, still have the electronic signature tracker. Meanwhile, Colin and Lisa chat about L.A., and Danny is running back and forth, trying to lab assist and micromanage Lisa. Mitch tries to call the nerd squad to borrow their tracker. They suggest a tech swap, and Cassie offers the plant samples. They do the handoff at the mailbox down the street. Cassie warns Chuck about the aggressive, self-multiplying nature of the weeds. She starts reading up on the thick instruction manual for the tracker. Cassie points out um, the likely target on the loop schematic map, a dry spoke with one of the nuclear reactors. They head out to the desert and arrive to the spot. Uh, There's only one small light on the outbuilding. No one around, and the tracks in the dirt are pretty old. Danny picks the padlock on the door well, then past, uh, past the building he sees a flash of light out in the dark. We open the door and head inside with flashlights and headlamps. It's sparsely lit, and four flights down we find a heavy door. Danny opens it hesitantly. They head down a hallway, then start to turn a corner when Danny spots a camera mounted on the ceiling. He hoists Midge up to angle the camera and create a dead spot. Then they head down the spoke past material sciences and find some unlocked offices. Colin finds a lab with a security door that says Chimera on it. Um, he breathes on the, on the keypad, but that does nothing. <laughs> Cassie and her mini robot take some time to brute force hack the door and pull it open. Uh, ten feet in, there is a corpse in a tube. Cassie looks at some documents about cases and volunteers who are part of the project. Um, some of them lived and uh, exhibited marked physical improvement. Some were discharged, and the last one, the notes only go about three months. Then they end. Reports are from Dr. Martinez. Lisa says she met someone that came out of the program named Cooper. The last one who escaped, question mark? Uh, she starts to tell us about it, and then out in the ho- echoey hallway, a voice starts going, Lisa, repeatedly, and then the camera uh, gets busted. And we ended it on that cliffhanger. Uh, however, before we jump all the way back in, we need to do the questions. 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 So, for the last session, uh, did you participate in the session? Yay, you all got an XP. Did your problem of relationships get you in trouble? Seems likely. Yeah, I gotta go look for my dumb boyfriend through a portal. He's on mute. That's more fun. Crash is muted. Yeah, you're muted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Lisa's problem actually didn't show up uh, in this case, so... Um, I'd still give you an XP 
because your relationships have dragged you into oh right i don't have anything mm-hmm. written down for the relationships but you're right and in, in a capital r sense yes that's yeah we're yeah in, you have that. broken into a secure government facility with people yes not just because you were driving by and went hmm i think i'm bored today uh, number enough. three, I don't think anybody got broken and forced to take a scar. No. Mm-mm. I'm upset. That counts as something, right? Yes, that's I on the road. Would like to see your manager. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you put yourself in harm's way to resolve the mystery? Yep. Yeah, I think yeah. we have, yes. Broke into a federal facility. Good job. And then, did you learn something new? No. No. Uh, I don't think anything came up. <laughs> Dang it. Lisa's bleeding all my XP. <laughs> <laughs> womp right. womp. That, I have... Uh, I can level up one thing, so... As can I. Uh, and I think that I've... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put uh, the point into sneak, because last episode was a sneak-heavy episode for Danny. Sure. Um, I, in looking at Crash's character sheet, Dave, I'm seeing he has eight XP. Is it okay if I spend something to raise a, a thing? Well, sure. If you and, assume he's still alive. Yeah, well, I mean, just as a guess. And okay. skills can go over three, right? At yes. this point? And yeah. Everything can go up to five. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm going to bump his tinker up because he's just doing nonsense. That's logical. All right. Era. Get a little Kennedy <laughs> action. All right. So, uh, you it's have. <laughs> Please don't. Mm, there, there was this restaurant in Connecticut that was literally called the SS Chowder Pot. And, and it was glorious. It was so I good. Wish that, I wish I didn't know that. <laughs> and now I do. And I, that's in my mind forever. <laughs> And it was as super nautically themed as you could imagine. Like, imagine that pirate's restaurant from The Simpsons, like, 100% this place. Like, in fact, some of the decor ideas that I used when we met the pirate dive shop guy Mm -hmm. absolutely came from that place in my memory. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if they're still there. It's been many years since I was in Connecticut. All right. Uh, so uh, you have heard the call and the smashing of what likely seems to be a camera um, down the hall. You know you've got maybe a hundred yards between where you guys are and where that camera was. And I know Sam just read this, but we we went in a room and there was a thing in a tube, and then outside the room something is calling Lisa's yes. name. Yes. Yeah. Back okay. in the hallway where you came from. But the thing in the tube is just still yes. dead. It appears to be a corpse. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, it's not talking yet. No, it is not, and it does not know Lisa's name. It's not reaching for you. Or okay. Um, Lisa, who is that? I don't know. I, I always meant to come back and check, but I didn't. I honestly didn't think he'd still be out here. Is that... Cooper, the guy you were just telling us about? Yeah, I just, 
I didn't think he'd be out here all this time. The I thought I, th- I thought we got away. Do we need to fortify the room right now? Yeah, how dangerous yeah. is it? Uh yeah, he's the fucking worst. Okay. So very. Got it. All right. I want to take a look around the room and see if there's, um, you know, a big mag light or a baseball bat or a wrench or something. Um, I'm sure you'll probably find something. Um, Oh, you know, here, 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 here's the classic for this sort of facility, the fire extinguisher. Sure. There would a hundred percent be a fire extinguisher. If if you were to say I found a baseball bat, I'd be like, okay, explain your reasoning. But mm. <laughs> a fire extinguisher absolutely would be here. No, I'll I'll be uh, I'll I'll go along with the tropes. That's cool. um, <laughs> what, what about a um like a a, a a sitting stool? You know, like the you know at oh, yeah, your like experimental benches sure, yeah. and stuff. Work stool. Okay, that would absolutely gonna, be something. I'm going to grab up one of those. I definitely am drawing my weapon right now. Okay. Was there anything in the research notes that would indicate weakness of some sort for these super people? Um, I I don't think they did like like extreme. Like basically, it's it just shows a ramp up of physical attributes kind of thing. Okay. More like they're still people. They're not like bulletproof monsters or, or anything. So like that kind of deal, but. You'd assume that they're going to be stronger and faster and tougher, kind of yeah. thing. Okay. Um, but bullets from Midge's gun should still be effective, and it's not some mystical thing. So it's not like you need silver bullets or something crazy. Right. Okay. Okay, but they're not like wildly allergic to. I, don't know. I, I don't think they they have any notes like that that you'd. Okay. Great. I mean. If you spend a bunch of time and do a lot of research into the actual, like, deep dive into the research stuff, you might find something, but you've only been in here for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Uh, Anybody else want to do anything? Um, I'm messaging you something. Oh. Hold on. I want to look to see if there's, like, another way out. Uh, oh, there's, I think there's a second door onto the same hallway. Like, it's almost, like, it's almost like a big, um, like, in my head, I'm picturing the hallway kind of almost like a high school hallway, Mm -hmm. like, where most of the classrooms have a front door and a back door kind of a thing. Got it. This one's probably, like, it's, like, a multiple classroom length kind of room because it's a big area you guys are in but like it still has the two doors one at each end but it does open onto the same hallway because the whole facility is basically built along those spokes or along the outer ring or then there is like a cluster of buildings and stuff in the center but that's still quite a ways away got it Mm, okay uh, I look for. Are there any other sort of weapons? Any? Um, 
basically like anything you could probably is probably some surgical stuff, you know, um, scalpels and that kind of thing. Mm. There's probably uh, some other fairly heavy furniture, that kind of stuff. Um, I don't. I don't know what kind of weaponry stuff would like. You could maybe make an argument for there being like a fire axe, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in one of those one of those glass. Side of, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, I guess if, if, if there is one, I'll grab it. Sure. Because I should be the person with the fire axe. That seems yeah, that adds like up. a thing that should happen. It, it, it does not, but nonetheless, I'm the person with the fire axe now. I I approve this message. Yeah, good. Um, so I, I'm, love, I love this scene where we've all like scrambled and gotten these makeshift weapons, and then Colin turns around with an actual axe with a pick on the end of it. No, I like, mean it makes sense that the smartest guy in the room would be like, <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> There's an axe okay. in here, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think also Lisa is, uh, you know, like has a hold of this this uh, seat, you know, this stool to is to wield like a weapon and is standing next to Danny. Um, Danny, where are you like posted up by the door or in relation to the door? Um. I think that I'm just inside the door, like where the uh, fire extinguisher would be. So when he comes in, I can wang him real quick. Okay. Well, I think I'm standing right behind you and going like just a lot of repetitive. Like, I I can't believe he's still here. There's no way he could still be here. Um, A lot of that stuff. Uh, A lab where they uh, dealt with test subjects that were strong and possibly unruly. Are there any sedatives about? <laughs> um, you know what? Give me a like a mind investigate. Okay. <laughs> there are probably some of those like Velcro cuffs, you know, restraints. Mm, okay. Like there'd probably be several. Like in one corner, there's several like gurneys, right? And on those, they would have those. <laughs> Leather velcroy restraint stuff things. Nope. Okay. So no, um, it doesn't appear that they left any pharmaceuticals. Okay. Yeah, I'm rolling with uh, three conditions. So. Ooh. I'm rolling with rolling with one. I'm, I'm hoping. Scared. I'm hoping I can get somebody else broken. It'll be exciting. Then you, you can get that XP point next time. Listen, you you all have to know. I, I know that you get it, but he's bigger and stronger and faster than you think. You you don't you don't understand. So hit hit him hard, hit him fast, and run. Hit him hard, hit him fast, and don't stop hitting him. Okay. Until he okay. stops moving. Midge has got her gun facing right at the door. Okay. Like Lisa is like panting behind Danny. I guess I'll stand next to Midge. Okay. Uh, so you hear like coming down the hallway, you hear like 
Envision almost like uh, Malcolm McDowell from Clockwork Orange, right? He's sort of like skipping, and there's like humming a tune, and like you hear the like shuffling footsteps of someone doing a little dance as they walk, and like doors are getting kicked open. It sounds like because you hear like the doors whack and then slam into the wall, mm. um, that kind of thing. But it's just like a jaunty whistle coming down the hallway. Is it a uh, bright, bright, sunshiny day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now it is. Sure. Does anybody want to look out in the hallway? Or are you just going to wait? Or do you want to try and barricade the door? Anything like that before? Um, do both of the doors have that like keypad lock on them? Yes, but the one door that keypad lock is disabled. Okay, yeah. You never, you, you never broke the other one, so it's assumed still locked, probably. Okay. Hmm. Does it sound like they're close enough that they'll be able to hear us if we call out into the hallway? Probably. I mean, like, you can hear clear sounds of people, or at least a person now. Okay. Uh, Midge is gonna holler out, don't come any closer! And, like, the whistling stops right away. And then you hear, uh, Oh, that doesn't sound like Lisa. You brought friends, did you? Armed friends. I suggest you turn around and leave. Ooh, well, I've got two arms, too. Lisa's breath is getting more ragged. Lisa, who who is this guy? He's the psychopath who wanted to turn us all into what he is. Well, gave him fair warning. There's... Wait, he's not alone. Be ready. There's at least two more with him. How do you know that? How? What? It's complicated. Just, he's not alone. And past the door, like in the hallway, you see uh, just a bright flash of somebody running past like super fast right but they don't stop they don't come in they just bolt past if you want to try and take a shot at them or something uh, you can roll um uh i don't think so i think she's gonna wait to a point where she can get a direct shot in okay good um and then you hear the other door start to rattle a little bit. And then you hear the voice again, and he's like, come on out. We just want to say hi. We've missed you. Oh, oh I just brain farted. What's this guy's name again? Out of character? Cooper. Cooper. Cooper, right. Uh, I'm just going to show Cooper, you get the fuck out of here and leave us alone. Well, you came back to my desert. This isn't yours. None of this is yours. It never was. Well, one could almost say that you were in my childhood home. 
and you hear like more like rattling on that back door. It's not let it's not unlocked, so it's still secure, but it is oh, rattling gosh. pretty viciously. There's just one door in here, right? No, there's two. Oh, oh, okay. So there's the locked door that you guys didn't come through. It goes out to the hallway past where you went. Mm-hmm. And then there's the, the door that you guys broke open. Right, okay. In. Sorry, Meg, did you say something? I was just thinking, um, Midge is probably going to call out one more time that I warn you again, we are armed and will use deadly force if you come in here. Uh, like through the door, just like an office chair is like whipped around the corner of the door and thrown into the room. Uh, it doesn't hit anybody, but it hits like a a desk and like moves it a foot. Ooh, that's, that's terrifying. Not good. <laughs> and he goes, "Well, deadly force can work two ways." Yeah, yeah. Nope. Not good. Cooper, if I come out, will you let everyone else go? No. You can't do that. Absolutely not. Oh, it doesn't sound like your friends want you to go. Look, uh, we we can... This is not going to be pretty either way. At least all of you could get away. Unacceptable. Mm-mm. We Dang it. I misplaced a name on it. Oh no. Uh well we'll we'll get there in a second. So um like in front of the door uh like you see two hands come out in front of the door like showing you empty hands kind of a thing. And then uh like a young teenage girl steps out. And she's wearing like stonewashed jeans and uh fashionable top of the 90s that's not flannel. Um uh, sorry, I don't know much outside of that subculture okay. mm-hmm. from the 90s. Baby doll dress over jeans? Yes. Sure, uh, there we go. <laughs> tiny daisy print everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's like, look, look, I, he, he just wants you to come home. That's all. This, this isn't my home and it's not yours either. Yeah, it is. He's been nothing but nice. He's in your head. You you wanted to do so much more than this. Hang on a second. My dog is eating something inappropriate. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> dog problems. I kind of want to speak out and say something, but I'm afraid I'm just going to make things worse. <laughs> oh, by all like means, time. Uh, please do. That's those are the best scenes. Yeah. Well, at first, at first, I didn't know if 
he or they knew how many of us were in here, so I didn't want to say anything loud in case, you know, if they thought that if if he thought that it was just Midge and Lisa, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that maybe then we'd have some numbers of, of surprise. But that seems like that's not happening anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. My dog at the same time is having some distress. There's probably a dog out in front of our house, which is <laughs> illegal, according to Janet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. She got uh, one of her toys stuck down in between couch cushions and was uh, then attempting to destroy the couch to remove the toy. Yeah, that's a proper order of operations. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. Sorry for that theme break. Uh, so, uh, but this girl's like, look, I, he doesn't want to hurt anybody. He just wants you to come home. He's taken everything from you. Everything he said is a lie. Well... He gave you gift. He gave all of us gifts. He could have told us what it was. Didn't it work? It's not uh, fair. Dan- Danny turns and looks at Lisa. Yeah. I'm looking at Danny like, what, what is happening? What's he um, talking? What's she talking about? Dave, is it safe to say when Danny looks back, Lisa's like four inches taller? Sure. Yeah. And a little broader across the shoulders. Yeah. Was your sister always that tall? What is going on? I've always envisioned actually that she is taller than Danny naturally, but now mm-hmm. uh, is apparently quite a bit taller than Danny. Yeah. Well, how, how tall is um, Danny? Um, I have Danny as being not, you know, fair, fairly short, like within the, in, in the low range of normal, which is hard for me to determine because I'm half a giant. But, right. Just you indescribably know. small. Right. Um, so like five, eight. Yeah. Like that. Five, eight, five, nine. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I think Lisa's probably like six, two or something right now. Okay. Wow. Um, and built to be six two. What? <laughs> she she uh, has a home, and she's come home, and it's not yours. And uh, the girl's like, "Fine, fine, I'll tell him. I'll tell him." And she like starts to back out of the room and tell him to do his own dirty work instead of sending you. Yeah. Um, so, like, she starts to back out of the room, but then, like, drops down to kind of all fours and pushes Ooh. forward super oh. fast. I'm going to get in the way. Very good. <laughs> uh, and then at the same time, the back door rips open. Ooh. And uh, a dude that I don't think any of you recognize. Um, comes charging in through that door and you hear oh. like kind of crazy giggling in the hallway right from the original voice like you hear oh, the like Lord. that guy's in the hallway um, but the dude that came in the back door 
He's not very tall, but he is... He's like uh, the thing, right? He's just like super... The tank. Tank of a human, yeah. Oi. Um... And, like, that that back steel door, like, punched in and, like, whacked and, like, embedded in the plaster oh, behind boy. it. Um, and then this girl is coming forward. You can intercept with a body uh, force. If, okay. If, if, if she was running into the room, I think that I would have immediately tried to swing the uh, fire extinguisher at her as well. Okay. So I don't know if we're getting going to get in each other's way, or if you're pushing me out of the way, or what's happening. Um, yeah, I mean, I would try to intervene between Danny and her, and what I was picturing was swinging this stool like a baseball bat, I was just like swinging for the fences, um, right, well, you know, like holding on to the end of it and why swinging don't, it. Instead of a body force, why don't you do a body move? Okay. Uh, in this case, to just see place. if you can get there first. Yeah, before Danny takes this one. Um, wow, that's a lot of dice for no successes. Ah, very good. Oh, I also didn't do the minus one for my. Uh, uh, oh, you you have no successes. Yeah, no. I, uh, so like this girl like pushed forward and leaps into Lisa, and like bowls her back. Because, like, the push-off that she got off the ground gave her enough momentum that, like, when you stepped up to swing, he caught you in the chest and kind of pushed you backwards. Mm. Um, and you land pretty hard. Um, not, like, knock the wind out of you or anything, but but it's a definite... Uh, it probably would have for a normal person. Uh-huh. Um, dare you. <laughs> well, yeah. That's just the way it is. Um, I got... I got one success on a body force to swing the... Uh, Absolutely. Very good. Uh, uh, at her. So, um, she kind of has pushed your sister down and, like, landed sort of on top of her, and you just step in and swing this fire extinguisher and clock her in the side of the head, and, like, she just kind of goes over. Like, she doesn't look like she's out, but she's sort of got her bell rung a little bit, and she's... Get off her! ...minorly stunned. Um... Out of character, this is totally the annoying girl from our one shot. I don't remember her name. That's the name I lost. Oh, yeah. Um, that uh, we had the uh, the other uh, the the new wilderness club people. Oh, at your con game? No, no. The at the we, we did the when no, well, everybody well, we played Maddie's friends. Like Maddie's friends. Oh, oh right. right. Okay. Yeah. So this is that girl. Yeah. Cal uh, Surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then who was closest to the other door? Probably me, I guess, because I went looking for the axe. Okay. Yeah, I was I'm- standing... Well, it's standing next to to Midge, so. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so you're going to have to make a body move. Oh, good. To avoid I... a gurney that's flying at you from that side of the. Body. Oh, body move. 
Uh, plus, I've still got my condition of scarred, so that's. I don't know. Gurney Halleck was always faithful to House Atreides, and this just seems like a wild. Uh, <laughs> I'm totally with you. That's a whole bunch of no successes. Okay. Um, so I'm going to have you mark um, probably injured. Oh. Um, because you take, like, you, you, like, you see this gurney coming at you, and you try and move out of the way, but, like, it hits you sort of yeah. in the shoulder, because you were kind of holding the axe, so it whacks you hard, and you kind of fall back, and now your shoulder's pretty tweaked. Oh, so God. Um, and the, the other dude, the burly guy from that side of the room, he starts walking across the room. Um, since it seems like they've got the one girl kind of managed for right now, um, can I squeeze off a shot at, uh, the burly guy? 100% you can. So I want to, I want to like shoot him in the kneecap or something if I can. Okay. So do a body force. Body force. And let's see, that's minus one because of a condition. Uh, no successes. Okay. Uh, what? Just real fast. What kind of gun does Midge use? Does she use like an automatic, or does she use a revolver? Uh, I don't know what would have been like a good standard issue at that time. I, I figure, like in Nevada, it seems to me like it's kind of a personal preference thing. Probably. I mean, it's probably a revolver, just because if she's going to have a gun, might as well be cool. All right. <laughs> um, so you uh, like you squeeze off a shot at that guy, but he manages to kind of not like dodge it like the Matrix, but like he sees that you're aiming at him, and he kind of steps behind one of the desks. Okay. Um, so the shot kind of hits the desktop and doesn't hit him. Um, what a dickhead! He should just stand there and get shot. Yeah. Right? For sure. Um, and uh, from the hallway, you immediately hear, oh, you weren't kidding about being armed. Um, and you gotta come here and find out for yourself, asshole. So then this dude steps in front of the door, right? And he's... Basically, he's kind of got, like, the mountain man look to him at this point. Like, at one point, like, when Lisa first knew him, he was still pretty clean cut. Because he was, like, just out of the military and that kind of deal. Like, he'd started growing in a beard, but now he's got, like, a, a full Grizzly Adams beard going on. And he's got, like, a long, bushy head of hair. Um... Hey, bushy beard. <laughs> um, and he's wearing like um, and then he's he's wearing like a it was probably once a dress shirt, but now it's just kind of dirty. Like it might have been a white 
skirt at one point, but now it's just kind of a dirty shirt and a pair of jeans. Uh, he doesn't have uh, shoes or boots on. Mm. Um, Is that because his feet are too big? Uh, no, he doesn't have huge feet. <laughs> uh, but, like, he does... Is a huge butt? <laughs> <laughs> he does have, uh, like, it almost looks a little bit like he's got some, like, additional bone underneath his forehead skin. Like, like a cranial ridge. A little bit, yeah. Like, not he's not like Klingon, you know, like a whole thing going on, but like it definitely looks thicker uh, than than the average person. And it's thicker than it was when Lisa knew him. Okay. Cool. Aim for the torso, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like, yeah, well, he steps in front of the door. Uh, anybody that hasn't done something can take an action before on again. Um, let's see. You said there weren't any pharmaceuticals, but are there like uh, like chemicals, like al- bottles of like alcohol or anything disinfectant laying about? Probably, yeah. I would like to throw one at him. <laughs> All right. Like this uh, guy generally. Let's make him flammable. <laughs> so uh, let's do. Actually, can I have my mini robot throw it? <laughs> Guess he's not good at throwing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, for sure. Like you, it can have a little catapult attachment thing on its back. Trebuchet. Yeah, yeah trebuchet. I was about to say, how dare you catapult? <laughs> well, it all depends on if it's counterbalanced or not. Yeah. I imagine it's like one of those battle bots thing where, where like it holds it in like an arm and then it flips like its whole body so its whole body is <laughs> Oh yeah, alright. I dig it. I like it a lot. Uh so uh you can make a body force with plus two for your okay. robot. So I get to roll two dice with my minuses. <laughs> you can do it. Can crash help? Uh, anybody can help if you can explain why or how. I mean, Crash has had extensive conversations about engineering and counterbalancing, and <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's, do that's you a think? Stretch. Do you think that that's going to work? If you th- if you do, I'll give you an extra die. No, there you go. I have two dice. Oh, nice! Woo! One was a success and one was a one. <laughs> Feast and famine. So it's a glitch. Yeah, at least it's not fucking shadow run. Yep. <laughs> so uh, you you like hand this little bottle of rubbing alcohol to your robot, and the robot like it kind of pushes itself up and does like its double flip and then lands on all its feet, and this bottle sails across the room, and it's just hits that guy square in the face, right? <laughs> um, I don't, I don't remember if they'd be like a glass bottle or not. probably if this is like twenty years old or fifteen years old. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it shatters across his face, um, and like 
alcohol just drenches him at that point. And, like, you can tell that he immediately is like, like, your reaction would be if someone just threw a drink in your face. Uh, (laughs) With the side of glass scrapey shard. An additional uh, action to say something to this asshole right now? (laughs) No, it's totally free to to idly quip at him. So Cassie's going to pull out a lighter out of her pocket, light it up, and go, Listen, asshole, I got a portal to open. You are in my fucking way, and we do not have time for this. (laughs) Action, Cassie. (laughs) (laughs) My hero. (laughs) That's good. Uh, All right. Uh, You know what? I I actually will give you an extra action. Um... Why don't you do a heart charm? Oh. <laughs> um, the like, but you'll need two successes. Well, I only get to roll one dice. Oh, I see. Uh, well, uh, you know, can what, I you'd, help? you'd probably get. Well, a sure. Uh, I'm, I'm again happy to entertain ideas of help, but. I think you'd probably get at least a bonus die for the lighter and the intimidation factor of like okay. <laughs> your choices are to leave or I'm going to seriously light you on fire. fire. <laughs> um, so how would Midge help? I think she would like her eyes would flick just long enough to the side where Cassie is and back to this guy and <laughs> she's not fucking kidding. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So you can get the extra die uh, from Mitch. That's that wingman power. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet. Okay. All right. I get to roll three decks. Got a success. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, like, He's not going to just immediately be like, oh, okay, my bad, my mistake. Uh, But he is not going to take it casually anymore. Like, he was just playing around mainly, like, um, but now, like, you see that, like, he he knows that he's in a fight. Uh, Like, he's not, this isn't just like, ooh, ha, 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 I'm messing around with you. Um, so, like, in terms of a different RPG entirely, he'd be shaken, Mm -hmm. um, but, like, he's just, he's taking a minute to be like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, and he's, like, wiping alcohol out of his eyes where it's burning mightily. (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, so I think everybody, but I think everybody but Colin got to actively do something. Oh, uh, you you're muted. on mute. Moot. I uh, guess I'll take my injury. And there's a guy at the back door. Yeah, the the very bulky dude. <laughs> oh God. Um. Hmm. I'm going to try to do something real stupid. Yay! Yay! Uh, Is it hatchet time? Well, see, the thing, like, I don't... I mean, granted, we're trapped here, and this guy seems like he's bad news, but I don't want to hatchet him, because that's a little much. 
can I, I'm going to like swing the X round and like jab it at him to sort of get him out of the way. Okay. You can absolutely like, so I'll give you two options here. Um, mm-hmm. You could roll a body force or you could do a heart charm, whichever is better for you. Because you're like trying to intimidate him back. Heart charm is better because that's at least uh, three die. Okay. Everything else is less than three with my two conditions. Uh, and I give you plus one for the fact that you're whirling an axe. All right. That's intimidating. Though well, I mean, I am trying to like push him sort of away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This would be less effective if you were just like flinging your arms around, like get away from me, <laughs> get back, like a mother. <laughs> yes, that was one success. Okay, uh, so like he looked pretty confident after he chucked a gurney at you <laughs> and like clearly hit you with it. Uh, but then like you kind of like steal yourself and you stand up and you're like get back. Uh, and and he's like like he stops moving forward and he kind of steps back to the side, uh, okay. Because you're like flinging this axe back and forth, but you haven't hit him with it. Like you didn't give him the um, uh, the you know surprise axe from The Shining. <laughs> okay. Anything. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I, I, yeah I, I stopped short there, but sort of. So I'm keeping him back. Hmm. He's, he uh, seems semi-corralled to the back corner of the room in front of you. Uh, I guess I turned to, to me like, should we go this way? Should we, should we, let's, let's get out of here. I don't think running's going to help us right now. It's certainly not going to help them. Okay. Alright. Uh, so, the, the teenager... They kind of got knocked to her side. She, um, like, you all hear, like, a groan. And she, like, pushes herself up on one arm to, like, the, the sort of tripod lean mm-hmm. kind of kind of position. And then, like, like, you think, like, she's just kind of struggling to get up, but then, like, she pushes off the ground again and is trying to grab the fire extinguisher uh, and disarm Um, Danny. Am I kind of down on the floor with her? I I can't forget. I I mean, I don't remember exactly. she knocked you down, and then Danny knocked her off of you. Yeah, okay, so we're kind of next to each other. Yeah. Okay. So, uh... Danny, you can try and do like a body move to get out of the way, or what approach would you take to someone trying to take your weapon? Uh, if point? she's trying to grab it and like pull it towards her, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with it and just try and slam the the thing directly into her face. All right. She's like, if she's pulling, and suddenly I don't have any resistance, and I'm going with it. Sure, sure. So do body force then. It's a classic stop hitting yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Body move would have probably been better, but uh, and with that roll, yikes. Um, I think that what happens is that 
uh, Danny starts to do that and hit her in the face and then kind of realizes that this is a 13 year old girl and has the moment of like, Oh God, what am I doing? <laughs> uh, so, because that was no successes. Okay. Did you want to push and reroll? Um, <laughs> you know what? Sure. Let's let's all get uh, let's all get messed up right now. Um, <laughs> hey, that was a that was an excellent roll because that's two successes. Oh, okay. Uh, I will take um, probably upset at this point. Yep. This is an upsetting situation for sure. So, so a momentary pause while I go, what am I doing? And then like, Oh, right. (laughs) Wham. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you like, you clock her right in the face with the, the butt end of the, yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Um, and like, you're not certain, but, you're pretty sure that this girl has a broken nose now. Like, it seems tweaked, and there's blood, and she's, like, like, kind of dazed, kind of, like, her expression looks a little shocked, like, that guy just hurt me. Like, that kind of look. Um, and, like, mouse isn't supposed to hurt the cat. Exactly, exactly. And, like, uh, you see, like, as she kind of does this, like, she's kind of wiping her face, and then when she looks back at you, like, her eyes have gone all silver, and he, like, he doesn't get bigger as much as she gets, like, elongated a little bit. Like, it seems like her like, the way the muscles are attached to bones are changing underneath her skin. Like, there's even, like, a ripple you can see that goes down her arm mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, and it's super creepy. Like, it's, like... Like transformation in uh, American Werewolf in London? No, it's not that, like, extreme or, like, graphic, like, tearing and rending and stuff. But it looks... It's like you see the muscles underneath the skin kind of ripple and like slither and look like they're changing a little bit um because i mean like that's kind of the way our muscles and strength work is like based on the anchor points and like how we can bend Mm -hmm. so like you'd assume that those have moved and like anchored slightly differently at this point one second i do not like this at all guys (laughs) and that was the night that the entire group died (laughs) I might not. <laughs> I have an important question for Lisa. Does she keep any hairspray or like that '90s Bath and Body Works uh, like fragrance mist in her purse? Probably. I just don't know if she would have brought her purse down here. I'm yeah. trying to imagine that. When did she have time to ditch the purse, though? Well, we drove out here in her car, right? And then we just parked and came inside? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Is that something you would leave in the car or bring with you? 
Somebody would steal your cell phone if you left it in your car. Well, I mean, well, that thing's the size of a backpack by itself. Oh, yeah. And that's, it, it, yeah, mm-hmm. that's attached to the car. <laughs> but but somebody could easily walk up to the car and steal the purse out of it. And, and so at the very least, probably bring it with her. Yeah. Okay. So that's a good point. Mm-hmm. And she almost definitely has at least the small can of hairspray. You know, those little like half can. Yep. Uh, half shorties. can Aquanet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Aquanet. For yeah, emergencies. Um, cool. Yeah. Although she has probably dropped her purse at this point. So, That's what was going to be my next question was is it a one shoulder or a crossbody? Because if it's a one shoulder, she definitely dropped it. Yeah. It was probably one shoulder because she didn't think to go crossbody before all this started happening. And then yeah. her <laughs> mind was elsewhere. Uh, with what was happening. So, yep. yeah, good question. Yes. Did, did was the nineties when we had those little like, um, boxy, like it looked like a little mailbox, almost like a, a boxy purse on a strap. Is that, am I misremembering that? That's not a thing. I remember there was a, a box that like opened up. With uh, a, you know, like had like a magnetic snap on it or something, and yeah, yeah, always been kind of a mix of purse styles. Mm. Mm. I'm sure that existed in the '90s, though. Okay, mm-hmm. if that's what you want her purse to look like. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a little like, uh, you know, rectangular uh, purse box. We have discussed the important location and contents of Lisa's purse. Ah, very good. Yeah, although I have, we have also established that Lisa has dropped her purse uh, before all of this really got go. Well, as this all got going. All right. Um, but um, speaking of that, uh, with Danny handling, um, I'm sorry, what was the girl's name? We knew at one point. Oh, that was yeah, the thing yeah, that that's, we that's, didn't that's ever know. the lost name. <clears throat> okay. Annoying Teenager 03. Probably started with an M. Um, or Clarissa. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you saw rippling muscle stuff. That's what okay. I left you. It's full okay. of yes. Yeah. Um, but from the outside looking in, it looks like Danny's in control of the situation, right? Yes. I mean, so far, like she gets clocked in the face real good and yeah. kind of kind of knocked it back onto her butt, right? Like she was um, reaching to get the thing and he goes and down she goes. Gang, is it okay if I do a thing? Oh, please. Next. I mean, yeah. it's just since we don't have an yeah. order or anything. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, 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 do, do. Um, so what I'm picturing is Lisa, like getting up, you know, cause she got knocked down. But um, she got up again. Well, not, you know, yes. It is um, era appropriate. Uh, you know, is getting up like almost on all fours, ready to spring at Cooper mm-hmm. and turns to Danny and in this like low voice, she says, don't kill her. And then leap to like shoulder charge Cooper out of the doorway. Okay. Uh, is, is my goal. I want to like tackle him. So do a body force. Okay. And I have noted my minus one for my condition. Good. Um, I have two sixes. Oh. Uh-huh. Nice. 
Nice. Uh, so that like, was the problem. Rolling too many dice. That's that's what we've determined in this game. <laughs> it just invites them to go, ah, oh, somebody else has it. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, so you uh, push off and like shoulder tackle him right, you know, like upper chest kind of mm-hmm. grab. Classic football sort of tackle. Um, and like he kind of like for a second, it feels like he doesn't begin to move. Mm-hmm. But then you feel his shoes, like his feet—not shoes, uh, his feet—slip out from underneath him. Probably because alcohol has drenched the floor around him. Yeah. So he has lost his footing and then slides backwards. Like he doesn't go down, but like you hit him and it—you it, know—it's like those. Um, you know, those tackle training things that you see? Well, yeah, that, that's what I was picturing. Like, a stuntman showed me how to do this because this was the scene we were doing, you know, yeah. like... Yeah, all right. But, like, you know... Not for Beverly Glenn, for for a side project, but... Where, right. like, it's, like, four padded shape of a football players on, like, a, a metal ski uh-huh. thing, and, like, the coach stands on it, and then the guys have to grab it and push it. Right. Like, it's like you hit one of those... Okay. And you pushed him back out into the hallway, but he hasn't gone down. Okay. Um, it was for that episode of Buffy, and he said, never ever do this or someone will get hurt, and you did that. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, well, I think that's it for me. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, well, at this point, I think everybody else gets to make up of their... Yep. Uh, definitely going to try and shoot this guy. Okay. Let's see. That's going to be body force, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm at a minus. I'd give you at least a plus one for your service pistol. I should have done that before. Sorry. Okay. I keep forgetting, like, non-special items. Yeah. Give you bonuses. Oh, yeah. Did I pick? Oh, yeah. My my fringed leather jacket. I don't think that's coming. <laughs> Two successes. Two hey. successes. All right. <laughs> um, and you're still aiming to, like, disable this person rather than kill them, right? Um, yeah, at this point, because if she can disable rather than kill, that's what she's going to do. Okay. Um, with two successes, I'm going to say... That like Colin forced this dude back swinging the axe, mm-hmm. and it exposed his lower half. So you take your shots, and you basically like kneecap both legs. Oh no! I was sorry. I should have been clear. I was oh. aiming for. Uh, oh Cooper. Cooper! Oh okay, okay. Cool. Yeah. No, because no, no. Uh, he hadn't been in the room last time I took a shot. Yeah, yeah. Rock on. Okay, we can fix that. No problem. Um, so uh, it's complicated because now Lisa's there, but yeah, but you got two successes, so it's fine. <laughs> if oh you've gotten gosh. no successes, then I'd have Lisa see what happens. Uh, <laughs> you're like, cool, I tackled this guy, awesome, pow, oh, <laughs> a shot in the back. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> um. You a scene of like Midge like planting the gun on the other dude <laughs> later. So, sorry about your sister, Danny. <laughs> oh man. 
we thought relationship in this game were messed up to start with. It's just gonna get so I just much slowly better. go back over and I hand him his flask again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, in all seriousness, though, so yes. um, Lisa has pushed this guy back, um, and you managed to. Are you aiming for legs or? I was going to aim for legs, um, but if she's going to be, is she in the way of that? I mean, like, if that's where you want, like, you're going to hit this dude. Yeah, um, I mean, I was, I was aiming for legs. Okay. Uh, so I'll say, uh, you take two shots with, since you got two successes, Mm -hmm. uh, you hit him once in like the, the right thigh and once like, it looks like in the left knee area. Okay. Right. Uh, and like immediately he's like, ah, um, and lets out kind of a angry pain grunt noise. Like, okay. Not not like screaming like oh I've been shot oh holy shit but uh like like someone that is somewhat resistant to that level of pain would mm-hmm. say even though they are damaged by it yeah and uh I would tell him um this is your last chance to turn around and leave Okay. All right. I like it. Uh, Sam and Colin. Yes. Um, Cassie and Colin, I should say. Sorry. Cassie yeah. would like to retrieve the uh, very flammable bottle of travel hairspray from uh, Lisa's purse, which is lying on the floor conveniently. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can absolutely do that. To make a makeshift flamethrower. Okay. <laughs> the old the old can of Pam. Yeah, there you go. It's already covered in alcohol. <laughs> okay. So are you gonna go after that dude or are you yeah. gonna Yeah. Oh, okay. If you take out Dracula, all of his minions turn back human again. That's science. That's a possibility. That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's definitely a hypothesis. Mm-hmm. We're going to test it. Don't worry. Science. Science. Yeah, so uh, I will stay flamethrower distance away and just yell, Lisa, move! And then... Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, we're going to do this in two parts. Okay. The first part, we'll do... Uh, you know, I'll let you roll a tech tinker to use um improvised weapon like that. Okay, great. Um, and Lisa will have to make a body move to get out the way. Okay. Otherwise, my, she will take condition apply. Damage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But what if it didn't? Then you would roll one more <laughs> die, but it does. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. Oh, okay. Might get a little crispy. Uh, you can consider pushing. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Let's do that again. But you can wait a second and see what. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna have to push. 
Oh, nice. <clears throat> That's number four, right? Okay, so we both yeah. push. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. So which one are you marking then? Which... Well, I only have injured left. Okay. I might get Oh, sick. no. How, but oh, how could you have gotten injured? That's hard to imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's nev- never gone wrong spraying flammable liquids past a lighter. Nah. Yeah, I, that's, I'm, I'm marking exhausted, by the way. Okay. I got three sixes. <laughs> okay. Yes! Oh! The roll of the beast. <laughs> I got two successes this time around. So. I, I saw that look and I was like, uh oh, is this going to be. Uh, did it go horribly or did it go that really was well? so worth it. All right. So um, <laughs> you step up and you're like, Lisa, move. And you like hold out the lighter and the can and you start to spray and this gout of flame comes out. Um, but the hand that's holding the lighter, you get some spackle burns on your hand. Um, yeah. But this big dragon tongue lick of flame reaches out. Uh, Lisa, you like push off to the side. Like you kind of like since you were kind of holding onto him, you sort of use his body mass yeah. to move yourself. Um. And this dude's, like, whole shirt and beard, and, like, just <clears throat> a, a big torch of flame. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, like, immediately starts to scream. Like, ah! like, this time it's not the, like, I'm tough. It's, holy shit, my whole self is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so he's your just, assessment is correct. He's like he is stumbling backwards and batting like the traditional like Hollywood stuntman in the flame suit that's like ah, <laughs> like, oh, God. like that whole thing is going on. Um, got it. And he's like stumbles backwards into the hallway. Um, then Colin, you can take him. I guess, because there's still the one guy in the back there. Yeah, he is the least hurt of all of them, considering he is not hurt at all. Uh, so then I guess I'm going to try to really scare him away. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, he just saw his friend get lit up like yeah. uh, like a torch there, uh, and his other friend got shot. So uh, I guess I'll like grab the axe and just sort of like run at him menacingly All and right. screaming at the over my head like, ah, get out of here. Okay. You mm-hmm. give him the old sand people trick. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> will file to hide your numbers? <laughs> yes, it will return in greater numbers. <laughs> so that, we said that was heart charm. Heart charm. That's you scare him, but you're charming about it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I scare him with my heart. Look into my heart. Uh, that's one success. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you like a bonus extra effect because their leader literally was just lit on fire. <laughs> so this guy's going to be like, fuck! And just like, he managed, like he moves in a way that betrays his size, right? Uh. Like, he moves very quickly. Um, 
you'd assume that this is the the same shape you saw blur past the door originally, and then he was right. rattling this back door. Um, but like he bends and pushes off at this awkward, weird angle, and is mm. out the door back into the hallway just in the blink of an eye, right? Like super fast. Okay. Um. And like. Yeah, he's just, he's gone out the door, so you don't. Uh, that leaves for me, uh, uh, we'll come back around to, uh, the teenage girl, maybe named Clarissa. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and I remember, like, everything about her. I remember everything about her life. I just, for the life of me, I can't remember her name. I remember the other two were twins in the Wilderness Club too. I just annoy myself sometimes by not. Wasn't there a Claire in the group? I don't recall. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, um, she like you see her, and she's like wiping the blood out from under her nose. That seems like it's already stopped bleeding. Um. Yeah, and like, two successes on a fire extinguisher to the face don't get you what you. <laughs> well, no, don't I mean buy like, you a lot. <laughs> but like, it, it, she is injured because of it. But like, she just seems to. Yeah, no, I got it. I got quickly. It. Um, but like, she stands up and she's like, she goes to try and like be the tough brute, right? Like, like the embarrassed street punk reaction of like the this isn't over and like (laughs) nobody makes me bleed my own blood (laughs) Uh, but like she um she like stands like she does almost like the the martial art like leap back to your feet yeah I, I, I kip up there you go that's the terminology I was looking for almost like that but not quite as graceful Right, it's just more of a matter of strength, um, and like she grabs a desk by the leg and like just shoves it behind her to like put some space between you and Lisa and her, and like she swings this desk around like the same way you could do for a desk chair, mm-hmm. right? She just grabs the whole desk and goes whoosh, slides it behind her. And then proceeds to run out the door um, into the hallway, where the guy out there is still screaming. And don't come back! Okay. Um, Anybody going to pursue them into the hallway, or are you just going to be satisfied with your win? As long as they fuck off and let us do what we're here to do. Seems somewhat likely. Like... You hear, like, feet retreating down the hall. It, it's just those two that ran, right? We're still dealing with Cooper? Uh, no, Cooper's on fire, and he's stumbled out into the hall. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Like, and you hear him still screaming out in the hallway. I burned very badly. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you guys handled these people. I'm surprised and somewhat impressed. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, I think we are too. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Both of those things. I I will say 
I will say, this is the closest that Cassie has gotten to actually killing somebody. Yeah, she was going to go full murder hobo. <laughs> if he, yeah. If he I'm excited to see what that what happens because of that. Uh, yeah, so um, you hear them kind of retreating back down the hall. Lisa, are you okay? I'm fine. I'll be I'll be fine. Cool. That's what people who aren't fine usually say. Well, I can move and I'm breathing. So here we are. What What, what ha what Superhuman. Is he always like that? He was an experiment. He tried he escaped. He recruited us when we went camping and gave us something to make him like him. And I left before it was done. So and he, he infected you with, with a, with a thing with a something like that. Yeah. I don't know how it worked. Is, it's, is, is Lisa like deflating into normal sized or, or does that happen off camera or, or, or is she still uh super? I'll leave that up to David. Oh, well, uh, I was leaving it up to you. Um, as far as I'm concerned, like it, it really kind of depends on her emotional state. And mm-hmm. like if she's still kind of hyped up and still... Yeah. Like, at this point, has one or two conditions? Two conditions and yeah. also was, you know, party to a flamethrower situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I think like her shoulders scorched and uh, yeah, I, you know, she's got that intense look, uh, a bit of that silvery glint in her eyes, not like <laughs> the others were, but. Um, sure. Sure. So like, I don't think it like, it's not a, like an instant switch kind of a thing it's more like you know uh when someone's been in like a high adrenaline situation and then there's that like long tail of like coming back down that kind of thing so that's probably more the situation oh oh god are are you okay your your jacket's burned are you okay yeah it's it's fine it'll i'm fine we should move to find your friend while we can i don't who knows how long they'll be licking their wounds. Cassie, how's your hand? Uh, she's, if the faucet in here is functional, she's running it under a cold tap. I mean, it's fine. It's, it's not my note-taking hand, so that's good. But Wait, you think they're going to come back? We, we oh. set that guy on fire. He was totally on fire. Yeah, he's not dead, though. He's still screaming if you listen real hard. He'll survive it. He can heal up from that. I will say what? If he, he can heal from that? Jesus. Well, this is okay. All right. And they're brainwashed to help him. So are can you heal? Are you Wolverine? That's Danny. That's I'm sorry, just a weird call. call back. Wolverine's a made-up <laughs> character, Danny. Well, yeah, and and so and and if you told me that there was some guy who could heal up from being burned like a like a shish kebab, and 
you know, I, I saw her nose just like stop. I mean, I, I slammed this into her face. Oh, geez. I'd slam that girl's. Wow. Um, (laughs) but so yeah, he's a fictional character, but, but, but you're, you're telling me that that's, that's well beyond if I got hit in the face with a fire extinguisher, I wouldn't be fine. in two seconds, well, like I said, we we were altered. I don't know. I haven't done a test. I don't want to wind up in somebody's experiment somewhere. So, I mean, I could check you out at the lab later after we're done all of this, if you want. Well, I just don't want to be someone's guinea pig. No, of course not. I would never oh. be like a guinea pig. I don't experiment on them. They're too cute. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's suspiciously calming. <laughs> I Kathy's entire personality is suspiciously calming. Terrifying <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like we do need to keep it moving and <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. We should probably yeah. go. Portal's lab while we someone's um, someone's gonna come looking. Mm, yeah, he did smash that camera and somebody's gonna notice that when the feed goes down. So or we might be on a Ticking clock here. Yeah. I also discharged a gun twice, and we had a guy screaming on fire. So, yeah, we should definitely keep moving. Yeah. I mean, we're pretty far underground, right? Yeah. Just if somebody else is in this building. Yeah. Well, you know, what happens in the loop stays in the loop, I think. Is that... The case. Unless it opens to a ever. It seems like plenty of things get out of the loop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, alien crabs beg to differ. Yeah. Did anyone see my purse? Oh, it's over there. I used all your hairspray. I'm sorry. I don't think I'm going to need hairspray tonight. Thank you. <laughs> uh, next time, pack more, though, because that is very useful. Uh, I'll take that <laughs> under advisement. Thank you for your help. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, this isn't the time, but I think we need to have a long talk. Okay. But you're right. This isn't the time. <laughs> okay. But I, I won't forget. I, I don't think you're stupid, Danny. <laughs> That's, I never did. Uh, Cool. Um, yeah, so we need to find this portal thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. okay. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. You guys get back out into the hallway, and you don't see any sign of, of the rest of them. Um, like they fled back in the direction of the exit. Um, but you can see, like, down the hall, like, almost all the doors have been slammed open, and the little windows in the doors are busted out. You know, like, there's been, uh, they were clearly messing the whole place up along. Um, but you start heading down the hall, and... Cassie's got her little map, so it's not that hard for you to figure out how much farther you have to go, but you get, I mean, like, it's another, like, ten minute walk 
to get to the the first reactor room. Right? And you get there, and there is uh like a, a much much bigger door. Uh, think like like vault kind of kind of door here. Um, that is the door that leads into the reactor room. Well, that looks promising. Hmm? Uh, There's nobody standing out front of it or anything. There's just... Do we see any, like, cameras or any uh, surveillance in this area? Um... Yeah, there must be. Yeah. There's probably a pair of cameras that aim down at the big vault door. Okay. We're gonna want to do a move on these. Um, but you guys, if I remember correctly, uh, one of you took the like cameras aren't a problem for us anymore choice. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, yeah, I took I took uh, I took plus one going. I took one going forward instead of learning something new. Right, right, right. <laughs> so uh, it's not a um, it's not a big issue for you to be like oh. Okay, well, here, I'll hoist up Midge again, and she can just scooch yeah. it up a little bit. Um, so, like, it only is now showing, like, the top part of the door instead of the whole doorway. Um, now, okay. getting the door open, you will have to do a little bit of finagling, because it's a pretty secure kind of a... What type of... Uh... Uh, it's an electronic lock situation. Okay. There's like a keypad, and then there's like a wiper thing. Mm, yeah. Okay, I know. I know this didn't work before, but <laughs> but I think it'll work this time. You want to breathe on it? Okay. <laughs> Danny uses moist breath. It's very effective. <laughs> well, let's see about that. Yeah, we'll find out. What is this again? Uh, body sneak. Everything is larcenous is sneak related. Okay. Uh, one success. Okay. So one six. You uh, you kind of bend over, and everybody almost has the reaction the rest of the group did of like the <laughs> oh for crying out loud, right? Like this, this. Who's ever heard of breathing on a digital keypad to make it open? Uh, but you do, and like it shows you clearly the four numbers, um, because this door most likely has more recently been used, right? So it's still got some oil from fingertips, right? So you have the four numbers. I, so I, I think that's probably just a plus for someone else to to do a a hundred percent, right? Like. Somebody wants to do... Or, or or I can go ahead and do it, or try it again if people mm. want. My body sneaks pretty high. Well, in this case, if you want to try and use the numbers that Danny uncovered, I'll give you, like, plus three. So, uh, mind comprehend. Oh, mind comprehend is less good. Okay. Actually, uh- mind comprehend isn't bad, but... I'm down for whoever wants to open up to try to open up the store. Okay, so it looks like it's four, two, nine, six. 
or at least I mean I don't know if that's the common the order, but that's the, those are the numbers. Well, there would be X number of permutations that you could combine those into. Well, I guess we could just start trying them unless it has a limited number of entries before it locks. If it locks, we could just rip it open, right? I mean, you might be it's, able to. I mean, like, it's a pretty solid-looking vault. Oh, I, I, out of character. I meant the, like, keypad. Oh, yeah, you could just tear off the keypad. Yeah, that's not hard. And Well, and in Lisa's mind, that I mean, that fixes it in movies. So, <laughs> if you just, just punch through sure. the keypad. Cassie, uh, can, can, you, can, you, can you use those numbers to hack it? I mean, I can, I can try. Uh, what would I be rolling if I wanted to hack it? <laughs> I got four conditions, so my rolls are not very good. Oh, yeah, maybe maybe I should try rolling a Somebody thing. Didn't <clears throat> hand off wants to. Yeah, uh, I'll roll something. Okay, I mean, there's the, if you do that mind comprehend, you'll get plus three because you've got the four digits. Okay, I um, will go ahead and do that. So one, two, three. Although it might be too many dice. <laughs> I've doomed you to failure. Either that or it's like a million sixes. Uh, actually, it's just one. One six out all right. of all of that. That's all you need, though. Um, so, like... I'd like to imagine that this is while Cassie's going over all the permutations of it. And like, well, if I calculate it, and it just kind of goes over and goes boop, 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 boop. Yeah, she's yes. just kind of like rattling them off in order, like that you could try them and you just pick one and try it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, <laughs> it totally I think, works. I, well, I think like with a mind comprehend success, it wasn't just at random. Uh, like you know that this facility was founded in 1942, so oh. <laughs> you figure it's like the date of the founding was like September 6th, 1942. So you punch that in. The password uh, is the Loop's works. birthday. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of a birthday. I'm mm-hmm. like, did the numbers I randomly chose? Can that be birthday? <laughs> and that's what when you actually said numbers out loud, I was like, damn it! I have to come up with something that fits. Okay, yeah. This work. <laughs> um, it's not when they installed the nuclear reactors, but it is the founding date of the Loop. Awesome. Uh, so you punch in the numbers and you hit the button and like. The light above the door goes from red to green, and then, like, you actually see, like, the big bolt, like, mechanically retracting. And then it it's like when you see the in the movies, like, in war games and stuff, when they show, like, the, the doors on Cheyenne Mountain, right? Like, it's, it's this huge cement and steel door that's probably three or four foot thick that, like, rotates out on its hinge and blocks off most of this big wide corridor when it's all the way open. Um, and then inside is essentially what looks like a crazy complicated control room with all kinds of buttons and switches and, and stuff. Um, and then through a window you see like behold here is a nuclear reactor. And from what you can just glance, like anybody glancing in can tell that this reactor is operational. 
It is not all shut down and mothballed. And sitting, like, on a pillar in front of the control thing is what's almost like the the Johnny Cab robot from Total Recall, right? It's like, it doesn't have legs, it just is mounted on a pole, and it's got two arms and, like, a camera face. And it, like, you see, like, the arm reaches out and, like, is monitoring and moving switches. Doing what's obviously, like, regular operational. Hmm. Does this robot, uh, look sentient? Or does it? It didn't react in any way to the door opening. Okay. Like, it seems like it's programmed to just maintain whatever levels are needed for. Yeah. Not destroying this part of Nevada. Cool. Then I'm going to let him do his job and search the room for. Uh, information about portals. Okay. Uh, so why don't you do a mind investigate? Okay. Or any like you guys can all work together, so all everybody can make a mind investigate roll. Cool. Can I use my little robot to scurry around and look through things? Sure. No successes here. Nope. Yeah, I think I'm kind of blown away by this being a you know actual working nuclear reactor. It's a yep. little overwhelming. I, I got one See. success. Oh, good. At least we found something. And then, Colin, you you also got one success or zero? Nope, I got nothing. Just okay. Uh, fringe leather jacket help with this. <laughs> <situation>. <laughs> it catches on something. So. Uh, <laughs> with your one success, you're the only person that you notice that the power output level for this reactor is above 90%. Uh-huh. Right? Like, this thing is cranking out megawatts yeah. of power. C- right? Can we say that I'm I'm hearing, like, a, a whine from the yeah. you know, transformers or whatever of, like... Well, you would absolutely be able to hear, like, the high-pressure yeah. steam that's being generated yeah. and then piped away to move turbines. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, I think Lisa doesn't know how to describe it, but she's like, just does it? Does anyone else hear this like high pitch? It sounds like something's under pressure, like a steam cooker that's about to cook. Uh, <laughs> but like a steam. Oh, yeah. Now that you mention it, yeah. And you know what? It smells yeah, like suspiciously e- like like Easter plastic hay in here. No, I'm just. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so you you see that like the power output is quite high, uh, especially considering like the facility is not running right now. Yeah, like this reactor is putting out enough power to like keep Las Vegas lit. Still, I don't think Lisa would understand all of those instruments. So I think she just points to like, is that is it supposed to be doing that? The needle's like all the way over, and it yeah. sounds bad. That is excessive. Yeah, that's not supposed to be like that. Um, so it's probably like 
out of the acceptable range, like into like the red zone. Yeah. Uh, no, like it's still in the okay. Like it's, okay. it's not like it's, it doesn't seem like there's anything actually wrong with it. It just seems like it's set to generate, like the way those reactors are controlled is like their output is like how much of the uranium rods are put into this vat of water to mm-hmm. make it boil. So like, it is set to be generating near the top end of its capacity. Gotcha. Okay. And it is doing so just like it's supposed to and doesn't seem like anything's wrong with it or busted or anything. Is there any indication to where this power is going within the facility? Um, There's, yeah, there's gotta be some kind of, uh, like, one of those, uh, like, light bulb schematic things. It yeah. shows like 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 you imagine in like the control center of every subway, right? And like they have like the the lights that show the trains moving on the big fancy map. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. But uh, so like you can tell that. Most of this power is being routed to the the big particle accelerator thing, okay. um, and that it is fully charged up and running, right? Okay. Um, you can also tell from here that the three other reactors are also on and are also supplying similar levels of power. Um, so the facility is. Using power as if it was fully operational. Yeah. Like the second Death Star. Just need to find that control room, man. Where is it? Oh, uh, okay. So does this schematic have any uh, information about like what the sections are for? Uh, probably not any more than you kind of already have. Um, like, most of the, like, public knowledge kind of research stuff took place at those buildings in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff like that's where, uh, like, your parents worked, and that's where Crash's parents worked, and that kind of stuff. Sort of the farther out along these spokes you went, the more weird stuff was going on. Okay. Um, and then the outer loop was mainly dedicated just to the big particle accelerator thing. Okay. Um... But you know what else you'd probably have in here is you would have, like, uh, after you spend some time in this room, you find there's a meter that's kind of showing, like, the activity of that accelerator, right? And, like, it's essentially accelerated a bunch of uh, uh, protons along the circumference of the thing to, like, almost the speed of light, right? Like, it's crazy up there in the power output range and, like, all of that. But, like, it's essentially just, it's not colliding them, it's just 
got this string of matter like a giant scary pasta noodle that's flying nearly the speed of light in a big circle around Boulder City. Ooh. Well, that's worrisome. <laughs> Scariest pasta imaginable. That's all you had to say. Yep. <laughs> you thought it was bad if you got like the slightly too al dente pasta. No. <laughs> Speed of light pasta. That's the worst. Mm-hmm. I'm actually worried about the semolina mimic. It's an impasta. <laughs> Oh, no. Well, it's been great, but I have to go literally anywhere else now. (laughs) Okay, and in the doorway behind you, there's this horribly burned guy that just reaches out and grabs Danny and runs down the corridor. (laughs) Bye, Danny. Nice knowing you. Good to see you. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right. Um, yeah, so that's, that's what you have here. Okay. Um, it's a safe assumption that you would be able to make that this power going to the loop thing probably has something to do with that constantly maintained portal in the middle. Yeah. Because that's the exact center point of the, the whole thing. Right. And that one we don't really want because it's dumping water out of the ocean into this one. So, well, I guess we could still try and shut it down. So we don't want that portal. We want a portal. Just want that one. If, if you shut it down, can you use the energy to open one up to... So Crash can come back? Well, the energy is currently going towards maintaining that portal. The controls for the portal are not in here. But we can shut that portal down, which will solve the whole ocean dumping into our universe problem. And then we continue trying to find the controls to open a different portal. Okay, will that stop the random ones from popping up around and the crabs and everything? I think the random ones are coming from loop folks on the other side trying to open portals. Mm. So we can't really do anything about that other than try to rescue them. But I can see a solvable problem here, which is the portal in the middle of the loop. We just have to shut this reactor down. And possibly the other two. Safely. Okay. Great. What do we do? Is it this lever? Don't touch anything. (laughs) I'm not not gonna touch any I just what do we need to do to shut it down? I don't know anything about nuclear reactors. Yeah. Let alone shutting down three of them. Well, I mean we might only have to shut down one. This thing needs an enormous amount of power. Have you seen the matter in that Collider is going the speed of light right now. But if you shut off one of them, will they will there be like a balance issue and they'll tip over? Mm. Oh. Like a triangle when you take away one of the sides. Right. And the tripod will flip over. 
Sometimes it's like I can still hear Crash's voice. Yep. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man, now I'm Crash again. <laughs> Idiot went in a portal. Damn it. Um, Complicated emotions. <laughs> <laughs> what if we just didn't... What if we just depowered these? If it's not getting enough power, the portal should close. It's not doing anybody any good as it is right now, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah, taking it from 90 to zero does seem dangerous. I didn't specialize in nuclear power, but... Wait, wait. Turning it off seems ill-advised. If people still have access to this, which they do, because there's lights and this is on, and there's people who are monitoring the portal and anyone who tries to get access to it because it chases away when crash tried to go down crash and midge went down and saw the portal in the first place yeah then a aren't they going to notice if we turn down the power and it goes away and they're just going to turn it back on and b don't you think maybe there's a reason why they haven't turned it off because this can't be good for anybody they can't intend for killer seaweed and vampire crabs to come into our world. Unless the people who turned it on are the ones who got flooded and no one was left to turn it off. There's just this robot in here. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, but there's people who are patrolling the facility and if we could get in, they would know where the entrance is and how to get in and how to turn it down. Robot, who's in charge of this? Beep boop. I don't think it responds. See? Is there an on switch? I mean, it's moving, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's probably, like, a big, like, one of those, like, dryer plug, power plugs in the floor next to the pole. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's plugged in. Right. Isn't it managing this center? Yes. Yeah, okay. I mean, if you unplug it, it will cease to do that. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's what you want, but you're welcome to try that. We'll no, see. I'm going to go over and ask it who its manager is. I'm not, I mean, I'm not kidding. I'm actually going to go over there, but like, robot, I'm like, get in its face. Like, robot, who is your supervisor? Um, like, you get over and like, when you like lean in front of the camera face, right? Like, you can, like, the robot, like, both arms retract up to the body, right? Like, little raptor arms, kind of. Um, and, like, like then you hear, like, not from the robot, but from speakers in the room, like, caution! Uh, something has interfered with the operation of the control system. Please clear the space in front of the control system. A backup. And then, like, the robot, like, immediately just extends its arms out again and stuff. Ooh, okay, that seemed really dangerous. I'm not sure why. It just felt bad. Yeah, I mean, don't talk to the robot. Okay. Uh, I mean, you got close enough to it to know that like, it doesn't seem like the robot has even any microphones on it that would pick up your voice. Just you interposed yourself between the camera, and the controls. Well, I guess it just makes my point that there's nobody here to turn it off. 
they turned the thing on and caused a catastrophe and there's no one to say shut down. Okay, but then who's patrolling the lake to make sure no one gets close to the portal? They might just be patrolling because they don't have any of their people smart enough to come in and do anything else about it. Idiot government officials. Yep. Nobody is going to come and fix this. They don't know how. uh, We wouldn't just bring someone over from Sweden? Well, who's to say the same thing didn't happen in their loop? And the American government would have to admit that it made a mistake and ask for help. That's never going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, it's a pretty big boo-boo. Fine, I'm just, you know, I I just want us to think everything through before we start playing with nuclear power. Hey, that's a great idea. Yeah. But yeah, they're just going to... I don't think we're going to be able to find out anything unless we interfere with whatever's going on here. Mm-hmm. Well, we came down here for a reason, and we got to do something. Well, Cassie, aren't you some kind of nuclear physicist? Well, astrophysicist, it's a, it's a little different. If you say so. <laughs> uh, yeah. But there should be, I mean, there, there's definitely a mechanism to turn it off. Um, most of the time, there's like a neutron absorbing control rod you can like insert into the thing to kind of uh, halt the chain reaction. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, but I don't know if that's just in case of a meltdown. And. Should we maybe try and find the portal controls first? And then maybe instead of turning this off, we can reroute the power into the portal that we want instead of the portal that's there? We can keep looking, but that means we have to search more of the the facility physically. There doesn't seem to be any indication of... they They don't label their labs. How are you supposed to find anything? It seems like they didn't want people to know their way around if you didn't belong here. Yeah, I guess so. Stupid yeah. I, like, if you want to just turn off this nuclear reactor, Cassie, I think, would be smart enough to find the big button marked Scram yeah. and, and oh, hit that, and it would turn it off. Yeah. Because these are, like, post- Chernobyl-designed American reactors that are made to be able to just be turned off quickly like that? Yeah. Um, without devastating consequences. So, like, you could totally just do that uh, if that's your goal. If your goal is to head farther into the facility and see if you can find uh, like control room that might be controlling the, the particle accelerator or something like that, yeah, you could totally do that too. That's kind of up to you. Yeah. Well. I think maybe we should leave this alone until we find the other controls that we're really looking for, just in case we need this. I mean, if if you do turn it off, then how easy is it to get it rolling again if we need that yeah, power? Yeah, but if you can't turn it back on to make the portal you want. Yeah. 
Well, we know where it is in case we need to turn it off. So if you guys are okay with continuing to search in here, I don't know how everyone's feeling after being attacked by uh, super people. I'm cool to keep looking because this is important, but I also understand if people just want to like turn this thing off and go back home. We've come this far and, you know, we still haven't found what we were looking for. What what are we going to do? Come back? Yeah, exactly. I don't want to break in here twice. Okay. All in favor of continuing to look for the control room? I let's, let's yeah. do it. And those weren't some superhumans. They're just a-holes who are genetically modified. So that would be the definition, I would think, of superhuman. <laughs> yeah. Genetically modified assholes. <laughs> Wait. GMAs. <laughs> I mean, like, half the villains and heroes are genetically modified lab accidents of some sort, so... You don't get super without super science. (laughs) That's true. You can't spell super without super science. The science is... Alright. So you guys leave this room. Are you planning to close the door again, or... No, we might have to go back in. Let's leave it open. Okay. Mm, let's close it. Yeah, we know how yeah. to get back genetically in. modified assholes. We know the code to get in. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. close it. I forgot Definitely. We to break the door. <laughs> so you uh, you close it, and the thing, you know, it takes like a minute to close all the way. But wait, yeah. you remember the code, right? Yeah. Nice yeah. Okay. Luke's birthday. Uh, and then you can head farther on down the hall. Um, how do you want to go about looking for like the the next bit? Right? Do you want to would you be the on the idea that you could find more information on like a computer system? Would you want to just keep like going door to door and busting them open and looking? Would you want to try and run as far as you can until you hit water? Like, <laughs> yeah, if we find like uh, computer terminals that are accessible, heck yeah, let's search them. So it takes you a little while, um, but. You finally find, uh, like, a... It looks like maybe it was, like, a facilities management office. Kind of. Like, there's... Uh, through the door into an office space where there's a couple of desks. And then beyond that, there's, like, a, a storage room that has all kinds of stuff. Like, pens and paper and ink cartridges and dot matrix printer paper with the the holes down the side, like all that kind of stuff that all of these labs and facilities might need, like um, all kind of stored in there. So like somebody in this office obviously was like distributing that stuff as the, and there is uh, an older, but still completely functional computer system. Yes. Uh, So you can do, uh, mind investigate whoever 
thinks they're going to be best at that. Uh, okay. I've got five mind. And it's also a computer system, and I'm a librarian. Get it, yeah. So let's give it a shot here. That's one success. Okay. Um, Using the computer system, you're able to basically find directions to uh, the control center for the particle accelerator, right? Okay. Like the thing that's running that whole big operation, you now have a physical location for it. Sweet. Um, And then you can ask... Uh, two questions in addition. If there's any other questions you... So we've found the control room for the particle accelerator. Uh, is there anything that's like labeled portal room? <laughs> Special uh, inspe- investigations? I don't know. That is a reasonable fucking question <laughs> in this world. I'm not, I'm not shutting down the question. I'm just... How dare any of you? <laughs> No, I love it. Um, <laughs> so, like, I don't think there's something specifically labeled portal room, but mm-hmm. there is probably, uh, like, you you managed to get access to information about this portal project, right? Got it. Um, and, like, the way that it was described, the main part of that experiment was happening in a building that is now out in the lake. Got it. So it nope. may be the where they ended up and saw that portal that's maintained. Right. Um, that might be where they're talking about. Got it. Well, I'll certainly print out everything I can about the portal project and hand all of that to Cassie. You okay. make sense of this. Um, it, it starts printing. It's going to take a bit. Like, there's a lot. Yeah, print it all. For sure. While that's going on, while he's doing his search and printing everything, um, I wanted to talk to Cassie real quick. Okay. Because I know she's pretty beat up right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just, uh, you sure you're doing okay? Yeah, it's fine. We're going to... Find the control room, science a portal, and get crashed back from whatever fucking alien dimension he's in. We'll be fine. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of fine tonight uh, without that being the actual case. So I don't think you're fine. And that's okay. It's just a lot, you know? It is a lot. It's an unimaginable amount, but... We got this. If anybody's got it, we've got it. Yeah. Specifically true. you. Yeah. I mean, sucks having to do science without Crash. But You've done science without him before, and you're going to do it again, and then you will have him by your side once we're done with all of this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad you're here. 
sorry I made you do crime. Oh, made me do. I don't. I don't know if that is quite accurate. Well, uh, yeah, that's true. Can I be. am willfully participating in crime, which is real great. Well, you know, but it's also necessary right now. Yes, it is. Also, if you happen to spot any burn cream while we're wandering around in here, you know, I'll, I'll keep an eye out. I'm gonna hurt. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a kit back at the car when we're all done with this, too. So, yeah. see if there's something in there. Yeah. Do you good. want me to lick it? My saliva should heal that right up. I'm Holy sorry. Shit. <laughs> what? No, that's a joke. <laughs> okay. All right. It scared me, too, guys. It was an in-character joke, but based on Danny's nonsense. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Uh-huh. That would be a really yeah. skill to have. Yeah. All right. That's also, just another real life thing. Gross. Yeah. yeah. Am weird. I able to try and help her with one of her conditions? Yeah, you can totally make a uh, heart lead. Right? Yeah, heart lead. Yeah. See if I can't help you get some more dice back. Yeah. I got one success. Okay. Uh, I believe one success will let you clear a condition. Great. So you can pick one. And- I'm going to pick... I'm going to undo scared. Because Midge has got her back. Okay. Sweet. So you are somewhat more... Uh... Effective again. <laughs> Mid use uh, comfort. It's super effective. Um, <laughs> and then, Colin, you've got one more question you can ask. Yeah, I was going to also look up the security system. Okay. Uh, what about it specifically? How to turn it off? Mm. Okay. Like how to turn sections of it off? Because, I mean, I guess the question, back to Cassie, is it's the question from before. Do we want to continue to go on further to the particle room control room? Do we want to leave and try to figure out what we can figure out from what we've learned? Like, what do we, we want to do now? Well, I think moving on to the particle con- accelerator control room would be helpful. Okay. Uh, also... Yeah. I mean, if the likely the control center for the portal experiment is probably in the lake, that means it's going to be inaccessible to us. But we might as we're already down here. We might as well check out the particle accelerator. Okay. Um, Look to see how to turn off the security between here and there and there in the exit. Okay. Um, What I'll do is I'll give you plus two that you can apply to uh, a tech program role. Okay. To use the computer to disable the the security system. Plus two? Yeah. And you can share that to anybody in the group, like, if you want. Mm. Cassie, what's your tech program? Well, it should be seven. But right now it's four. 
Well, if I give I give her the plus two, or yeah, you can pass your plus two knowledge on to. That's yeah. I'll pass my plus two knowledge on to you. Okay. For six. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> it's all gone wrong. <laughs> I tried to get away. We rolled three sixes for you on three dice. What else do you want from us tonight? <laughs> more sixes. More. Yeah. Just more sixes, please. No. Those are not sixes. Those are ones, buddy. Oh. Okay, well... Let's take that condition back. <laughs> oh, no. oh no! All right, get a cool scar by the end of this. <laughs> Fucking fives. Nope. Mm, okay. Um. Okay. Here's the way we're gonna work it. Um. You sit down at the computer that Colin is like, hey, I found this security thing, but like, I don't know how it works. Can you take a look? And you sit down and you start going at the thing and you're relatively confident that you have shut down the security measures between here and Good. The, yes. the, um, uh, the control room for the accelerator. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Okay. It seems seems all good to you. Yeah, you're like cool. Yeah, surprisingly easy to to turn off all of the security stuff. For- <laughs> yeah, seems fine. That went fine. We should oh. be good to go. Nice job. All That's right. impressive. Thank you. Good. It's going to save us a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely will. I'm glad you know what you're doing, Cassie, because I would have no idea where to start on this. Same. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Shall we? Oh, is it done printing? That's a lot of data. Cool. Yeah. You got like a solid brick of dot matrix paper. Awesome. Luck with it. Put it in my passenger bag and off we go. Cool. Um, you guys head, you're heading directly to the control room, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you guys get along to, uh, to it, and at this point you're deep into the facility, right? Like, I bet you Lisa from here can hear water noise. Mm. Um. Okay, I'll mention that as it comes up. And you get to uh, a room, and it's it's probably the closest thing to like like the NORAD command center kind of a room that you could envision here, right? Like it's got like three big projector screens that aren't on right now. But then there's like multiple like mission control style computer workstations 
that are all set up in front of these screens. Um, and uh, all of the workstations appear to be powered on. It just seems like the big display is not. And this is the particle accelerator control room? Yep. All right. Let's uh, head in and investigate some terminals. Okay. So what, what's your goal that you want out of messing with the particle accelerator? Um, I guess well, I think, one, Cassie would kind of like to poke around and see how it works and, like, what it's doing. <laughs> okay. Um, so that, again... That would probably be Mind Comprehend. Okay. All right. Seven minus four is three. Um, while she's doing that, Dave, can I? I want to look around and see if there's any sign of people being here recently. Uh, sure. Uh, I will tell you that there are signs of people that have been here fairly recently. Okay. Like, I mean, uh, a you get the like. There's smells of other people here. Okay. Not just dust and. The clean cleanser from the hallway. Um, B. There's probably some more recently dated stuff, like on one of the desks. Okay. Uh, you know, like you, you, there's like some memos that are printed out that someone has come in here and like sat down and like they've read them and then they're doing other stuff, that kind of thing. Like within the last month. Okay. Several things like that. that are just okay. uh, talking about like maintaining the the system and like they're currently like you uncover some information about that essentially at this point they are attempting to ascertain where the portal goes and what kind of applications it could have for the United States. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, if are there resources on the other side of it? Is there, like, that kind of investigation? Okay. I got one success. Okay. Uh, so, basically, the way it works is that either it can be set to accelerate something really fast... Mm-hmm. Or it can be set to accelerate two things in opposite directions so that they smash into each other and create uh, subatomic explosions, essentially, that, like, let them see the nature of the universe. Um, but what they can also do is that they can sort of focus things by, like, changing the magnet alignments around the the whole loop. So, like, they can... Mm. essentially like wobble it a little bit and like change the focus and see if they can do stuff like that because in the theory the idea was they could use it to open up other portals eventually and the, the changing the, the frequency and the angle and all that kind of stuff would allow them to project the portal to other places ah uh, okay Cool. Yeah. And the controls for that wobble are in here? Yep. 
is the current setting? Um, Maintaining it, a setting right now? Yeah, it's just a solid... Like, nothing is changing in this room. Okay, so it's not angled in a particular direction at the moment. I mean, it is angled in a particular direction, but it's not a changing thing. Like, Right, oh, okay, you, I want to know what the direction is. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you mark down, like, you can write down all of the settings as they are now. That's no problem. But, like, it's not like things are moving. Right. Or just here's a solid set of the settings for this whole thing. Okay. Awesome. Okay, well, I know the settings to open a portal. Now we just need a different particle accelerator. <laughs> That isn't in a lake. <laughs> well, I mean, like, you can change the settings from here. Hmm. Oh. Cassie, you have that look. What's going on? Well, okay, I figured out how it worked. So particle accelerator either makes stuff go real fast in one direction, or two things go fast in a different direction, so they smash into each other. Look at the universe, it's fun. This place, you can, like, zhuzh it a little, and point it in a direction, and that's how they open the portal. Okay. So, currently, it's pointing, she points, that way. Uh, And that's opening a portal in the center of it. So, we just judge it in a different direction. Maybe the portal will be somewhere else. <laughs> As in not underwater. Exactly. <clears throat> okay, that sounds good, maybe. Yeah. Can you just, like, point it up? Isn't the portal currently gushing out a bunch of water? So if you moved it away from where the water is, it would oh, just be gushing water out of wherever? I don't think it will just move the portal. I think it probably close and reopen. Okay. And open like, one that's not underwater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Open one on land that maybe we could get to without, you know, cooking ourselves. That would be good. So do you know how to put it somewhere that we have access to that it won't cook anybody? Um, I might need a minute to do the math. Uh, if I wanted to c- try and calculate... <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it would be. would be tech calculate. Tech calculate? Okay. Can I use my mini robot to help me crunch numbers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Robot abacus mode. It's a super abacus is exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> it's a transformer. Don't worry about it. Okay. So tech calculates. So that's going to be five. All right, Dice. You can do this. We just have to save the universe. And your boyfriend. That's what she said. Isn't it? 
Fives are not good. Okay. So. One like, of us. One phone, of us. Phone a shadow run and, and have a, a roll where the fives count. <laughs> okay. So I have two options to re-roll. I can either use my. Wait. Can I use my shame? If it applies in this situation. Yeah. She hacked the loop shortly before the flood and thinks that this is all her fault. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> yeah. Shame is auto success, oh. right? Shame, uh, I believe let me it's been so long. Let me double check to make sure I get it right. That's so good. And terrible, and I'm just going to cry myself to sleep. <laughs> oh my god. You don't understand, I have to do this. Yeah. It's perfect, it's really yes. perfect. It's so yep. good. It is, uh, it is an auto-success, If but... Okay. What happens is that your shame will be known to the group. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's actually true. She just believes it's her fault. So well, it, it might very well be. It is 100% true if you activate it right now. Oh, it will be her fault? Well, at least... Here's... here's okay, so if you want to use your shame, here's what's going to happen. Okay. You are going to find in this computer system some of your code that you uh, left behind when you were messing around with it. Yeah. Uh, that conclusively proves that you affected the computer system that is managing this portal control device. Oh, boy. Whether that caused the problem or not, we don't know, but there is conclusive to your mind proof that you were here and you affected change. Yeah. So, if you want to use your shame, that becomes truth. And, like, you should have to tell the group, like, oh my god, like, look what I found. Yeah. That kind of. Alright, let's do it. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so, yeah. You, you deal with the group, and I'll figure out what happens. Okay. So she's like doing some calculations on the terminal and then you all just see her freeze like mid type and goes Oh no. What? What's wrong? Wrong? What happened? This is bad you guys. What? Should we expect company? What's going on? No. Can, Can you still shut down the portal and reopen a new one? Oh yeah, I figured out how to do that. But I also found some of my code is in here. In where? Okay, so did did you work here? No. Did someone steal your code? How would your code well, get in here? Well, I might have kind of hacked the loop. Okay. You what? what? Why? 
because I wanted to find out what they were doing in here. They're so secretive about it, and I just wanted to know what kind of experiments they were doing. Yeah. I just wanted to get information. Okay. The loop. So why is that bad? Well, I hacked it shortly before it went down. Oh. Is this like oh, no. the mind swap thing all over again where you just how shortly? Yeah. Like very shortly. Oh Jesus. What does that mean? It means it's possible inconclusive that this might be at least partially my fault. Wow. Cassie. That's huge. I one of the reasons I'm trying to fix it so hard. I wasn't sure until I saw these lines in here and they're definitely mine. Fuck. All these people all of all of this. All of this, Cassie. Yeah, I know. Crash's parents. I know. But they're alive on the other side. We, we hope. Get them back. I. Guys, I know it's probably not my place to say this, but. Like, one. She said she's not sure that it was her fault. And we kind of have to fix this no matter what. But two, she didn't have to tell us. And I've been in some shitty situations. And uh, all I I mean, this is fucked up, but that took real guts to say that to you all. Yeah, well, she didn't have to, but she should have. Yeah. Yeah. And she did what she. Lisa, you don't know. You don't. You don't know. Thanks for (sighs) Lisa. It's it's all right, though. I. Listen, I know you guys probably don't want to deal with me after hearing this, but I need your help to fix this. I know I don't deserve it. If when we get through this, you never want to talk to me again, that's fine. I get it. I probably wouldn't either, but I know how to open the portal now. Let's get crash. Let's, 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 yeah. Um, what, what do you need? I need. Somebody to set that terminal to 87 degrees, someone to set this one to 64, and then I've got this one at 102. We should be good. That should put it at least in a portion of the town where there won't be anyone. Okay. All right. Okay, okay. Let's... (sighs) 
So I'm going to use it to open a portal to unpopulated desert area that's not like no businesses. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Not a lot of traffic. Yeah. For sure. Not the vacant lot where kids play stickball. Yeah. <laughs> not near any known like scenic hiking trails or yeah. I no. got gotcha. you. That's no, totally no. that's totally doable. Um minimal casualties. I mean, like, unless there's some like random dude on like an ATV that's out for a ride in the middle of the desert, you're gonna be safe. Yeah. But there's nothing you can do about that guy. <laughs> Why is he out there riding the ATV at this hour anyway? Uh so you you all work together, you manage to hit the change make the changes. And, like, you hear the whole facility, like, that level of, like, background hum that has just been here the whole time you're here, it slowly dissipates, right? And then you hear, like, big, like, um... Like the sounds of like the the clamper claws from uh like uh from Star Wars when it grabs onto like Princess Leia's ship that like kong like big noise like you hear several of those noises and then you hear like that hum start spinning back up right and like the whole thing like it just builds back up to the same level it was. And then in this room, like, even the big displays all come on, and they show you, like, a readout of, like, all of the status of the thing, and, like, it's showing, like, the power ramp up, and, like, when it's all the way back up to full, it's using, like, the same power as, like, the western United States. Right? Like, everybody from the Mississippi over uses the same amount of electricity as this thing when it's um wow and like it seems like it stabilizes out and from here yeah you think that it's all should have worked that should have been fine um and then from the doorway oh good <laughs> Uh, you hear, uh, excuse me? <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to be in here. And there is a 100% like older gent night watchman looking dude. Like he's got like a, a bristly, mostly white mustache. Uh, and he's got like the little security officer hat and like he's wearing a, a bl light blue shirt and a pair of black slacks and he's got a big flashlight in one hand like 100% the stereotypical older guy that works as a night watchman excuse uh, you I do believe that we are supposed to be here yeah well I'm, I'm gonna need to see your uh, your identification please you don't need to see our identification. <laughs> <laughs> We're shooting a music video. Yeah, uh, actually, I wasn't going to jump in. 
<laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's okay. We, we're here with the sheriff. We're doing a tour. We're trying to prepare my next set. Um, you know, it's it's me. It's it's Lisa. Um, look, um, trust me, this is fine. Everything, okay. you know, like the sheriff said, we're, you know, we got all the, all the paperwork assigned. We're just looking over how all this stuff fits together and, you know, how, how we can make this on set. Right, Sheriff? That's precisely what's going on here. And I'm going to just like um, flash my badge real quick. Okay. And Uh, actually, I'm going to use my dad's badge. Oh, that's fine. The Sheriff badge. Uh, So why don't you do a heart charm? And then you're going to get plus two for the badge. Yep. And then you're going to get plus two for Lisa's lies. Lisa's bullshit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're location scouting. That would be four successes. Holy crap. Six, 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 six. Deus domine. Sorry, guys. I have to leave now. I've summoned a demon and then some. Must use the loop of Megiddo. (laughs) You you really did mind trick them. Yeah, Yeah. like this guy. This guy is totally like, uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Let's see. Uh, So. You got one success. They believe your lie. Cool. With your remaining successes, you may choose from the following. Discover something new. One of one of each. That's not one of the choices. (laughs) (laughs) Your mouth words. Um, uh, Bonus effect. They keep believing you. Awesome. You have formed a lasting relationship. (laughs) They will take risks to help you. That's awesome. They will try and persuade others to believe you. Okay. They're frightened, confused, or impressed, or they become <laughs> infatuated. Well, let's go with the. They're going to continue to believe me. Check. They're going to do um, whatever they can to help me. Check. And they're going to help other people believe my lie. <laughs> All right. There you go. Yeah. You sure you don't want an old man to be like. You're dreamy. <laughs> you know, I think I'm good. I'm, I'm real good on that front. You know, if that directs towards Lisa, I think that that would be, oh, you're... <laughs> right? <laughs> you're Lisa Alonzo from Beverly Glen. No, thank you. I love that show. <laughs> My wife may be watching it first, but I'm totally hooked now. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, like, this guy's like, oh... Oh, well, nobody told me. You know, I. The, you know. The motion just, detector uh, outside the door went off. So I came down. We're also having problems with cameras down this spoke, and I don't. Oh. I'll have to walk down there and see what's no, going we, on. No, we didn't bring any cameras in with us. That, oh, no, no, no. The ones that are here. Like, it seems like hmm. there's one oh. that stopped working out towards the end, but that's a long trip. and. Huh. I'm sure you'll take care of it. I totally understand security and enforcement. It's, it's a never ending job. Uh, But okay. All right. Well, uh, you guys uh, make sure not to touch anything now. 
Well, obviously, yeah. Oh no, we but, just need uh, to to see how how it works so we can uh, get a good uh, verisimilitude and in, uh, in the studio. But then he goes over to the wall. There's like a there's a big sort of switch panel on the wall, and he goes, "You guys aren't even seeing it the right way here." And like he proceeds to hit a bunch of switches, and the place like turns into the stereotypical like. Hollywood command center lighting, right? Like, <laughs> like the like the lights turn blue, and there's like red reading lights on all the desks on, and like awesome. the right. displays up on the the screen show like they start showing like a whole world map, and like it shows like the the like status lights for the Sweden loop and status lights for this loop, and like all kinds of other stuff. It even shows like stuff that shouldn't be there, like. Probably secret missile bunkers and stuff, like all on this display. Like, yeah, you get the full, like, you just, this guy just turned on the Whopper computer to show you all this cool stuff. <laughs> well, that is impressive. Thank That's you. what I'm talking about. It's, you know, Rodolfo, get, just remember some of this. I'm going to hit Colin on the, uh, on the arm. Rodolfo, we, no. <laughs> we, we, we need to make notes. Yes, yes. Right. Oh, yeah. Kathy's already taking notes on the locations of all of those secret things on the map. <laughs> oh, yeah, this looks much more sciencey. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go full supervillain, you're going to need a missile silo, at least one. Yeah, but she's not going to have any friends anymore, so she's going to have to go supervillain. <laughs> <laughs> That's what robots are for. Yeah, make your own friends. Yes. Install a loyalty circuit. Then they don't care what you blew up. Yeah, Cassie's great at making friends. Literally. Literally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so this guy, like, he dawdles off into the hallway, and you hear, like, a little electric cart start up, and he starts tootling on along. Oh, we should have asked him for the quick way out of here. Oh, yeah. I'm just glad that we are... You actually right have now. you have access to with that map. Like yeah. now that you know where this facility is, you can find the closest stairwell to get up out of here. Uh, I think Midge takes a moment and like does that like wah to her dad's badge and just kind of goes thanks, Dad, <laughs> and puts it away. That was that was brilliant, Midge. That was incredible. Very well, impressive. Have you ever well, thought about? auditioning for anything or like I could get you in touch with some people like that. I think that I'm was good. Impressive. <laughs> I, th- I think I'm good. Okay. Well, ah, oh, shit. My car's way the hell out there. That it is. Yep. Come quite away this evening. Hmm. All right. Well, it's going to be easier to get to probably up there than through the freaking tunnels. Um, so what I'd like to do here is uh, this is a good place to do questions before the end of the night, I think, oh. because like you're just about to you've, you have successfully left the facility and uh, now you're moving on to the next big objective. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll do our questions for tonight, and then um, I want to do a little extra scene or crash. 
Okay. Like a post credits. Oh, cool. Like a a stinger. A a teaser. Yeah, for next time. (laughs) So, uh, let's start with the questions when I get to that page. First of all, you were all here. By the way, if you're getting close to the max experience, you might want to spend some before you tap out. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you're all here, you get one of exp- one XP. Mm-hmm. Uh, did your problem or relationships get you into trouble? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Little. Yep. Uh, were you broken and forced to take a scar? No. 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 Surprisingly. Keep trying. I really do. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, did you put yourself in harm's way to resolve the mystery? Yep. Everybody did that. Colin had a freaking axe, you guys. (laughs) I know, right? The dude with an axe. I stabbed a guy with a trident. Yeah, what what did you get a trident? Meaning to talk to you about that. You might want to lay low for a while. That escalated quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Um, Uh... and then did oh, you learn something you. new? Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess oh, so. Oh, yeah. Just a yeah. bit. Cassie's not a nuclear physicist. Not a physicist. <laughs> Different. That's what I learned. <laughs> I learned how particle accelerators work and how you can wobble them. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I learned super soldiers, soldiers don't like fire. True. Fire bad. Fire bad. Especially dudes that have gotten all mountain man beard and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, that's smelly. That's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It was real not awesome for him. Yep. That and that, that poor security guy is going to get down to that end of the hallway and be like, what the actual? F- <laughs> <laughs> what happened down that's here? True. That's a good, that's a good, <clears throat> good uh, choice to use a different exit. But he won't think that has anything to do with us. No, 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 no. You guys are legit. Obviously, yeah. some vandals got in down there. Yep. Or rats. Mm-hmm. Rodents of unusual size. Yep. Or rat yep. vandals. For sure. That's- that sounds like a great band name. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that was me, not Danny. <laughs> that's, like a, that's like a weird punk revival band. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Alright, so uh, we should do uh crash uh when we left you last you had just climbed up onto the top of this summit mm-hmm. um to see most of that building here right yeah um and you managed to make your way up to the building and get inside and in there you find The, f- the first guy you find is one of those scientists that was on the list. Right? And he's sitting there and essentially he's like a lookout just to make sure that none of the crab things are coming up here. They don't tend to come up off the beach, but every once in a while, you know, something weird happens. But he sees you kind of climbing up and at first he's like, oh my god, somebody got out of, you know, like, somebody needs help. Um, and he, like, runs out to you, but then when he gets to you, he sees, like, the super kind of beat-up shape you're in, and, like, 
you've got some exposed bits that aren't necessarily oh. human-y. My hands are exposed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, what the? Oh, oh my God. Uh, are you all right? Like, what? Who, who are you? What? I'm Jackson Clay. Are my parents here? And like, he freezes for a second and is like, what? And he's like, uh, yes. And like, he like spins around. And he goes, hey, we need help out here. And like, you see some other faces start peeking out around the corner of the building. Um, and then, like, you just hear this, like, m- soulful, mournful kind of wail. And your mom just starts sprinting around the corner. Aww. And, like, just gets up to R- you and, like, to meet her. Yeah. latches onto you. And, like, she's full in tears and, like... Um, just like blubbering, you can't even really formulate any kind of words for a minute. Uh, and then, like the both of you are grabbed by your dad, mm. uh, the same way a second later, oh and they're both god. like. Then they both like kind of look at you and they see how beat up you are, and they're like, "Oh my god, what what are you doing here? A and are you all right? Like, get back in the building. Like, come on." Yeah. The, there's a portal un, that's flooding water into the town and we found it and I thought you guys might be through here so I've come to bring you back oh okay uh, we uh... how have you lived here you've, you've been gone for months we've managed to, to make it for a while, uh, one of the luckily we have, and then like they point back up the the hill, and there is like a full like um almost like the ED two hundred nine robot from RoboCop, right? Mm. Like the like it's got two big gun arms, and yeah. like it's a big like bipedal tank almost kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, it kind of steps out around the end of the building and is like, uh, no threats detected, like, in a big, officious voice. And they're like, it's managed, we managed to get it working and cobble it together from what we had in the lab, and... Well, if anyone could, you you two could. Uh, and so, yeah, we've kind of made it. Um, luckily, that doesn't seem like... The biology here is incompatible with us. Uh, that probably would have cropped up pretty quickly. Uh, so we're, you know, we've kind of, kind of made. We've been trying to build a electromagnetic lens to focus, uh, the like the off bleed energy from the bridge to to help us try and communicate back to Earth. Yeah. So that's how you. Who somebody got the note to us? Yeah, we were as surprised as anybody when we were getting we were finally getting to the point where we we're able to create some stable effects. Um, and all of a sudden, a freaking croquet ball flew through and it hit Johnson over there. And like the guy's oh. like, he's got like a black eye. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm so sorry, sorry. And he's um, like, no, no, fuck that, it's awesome. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, so those are opening up dozens of small uh, portals around town that are like slicing through things, and it's very dangerous. Oh, so oh my we, god! We can't keep doing that. But Cassie's going to figure it out and get it open any minute now, and we'll all be able to get through. I just wanted to get everyone ready to go because she's going to get the portal open and stable and we're all going to be able to go through. Uh, The portal is uh, hot when you go through it. So be careful. Don't touch the edges. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. We, we we're aware of the the basics of the, they wasn't, like any of our experiment, you know, we were all the robotics lab people. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, we, we get that. Okay. And like, now that you're up here on the bluff, you actually can look out and you see a spot in the, like in the ocean where the water is all disturbed. Mm-hmm. Um, and like steam is coming up out of the water there. Yeah. Um, and then you like the steam starts to dissipate and then the water stills. Okay. She's got that portal closed. Everybody get whatever it is you need before you go back. Cause we're about to get our exit. And, uh, lo and behold, a few moments later, uh, it starts off as like this little pinprick of blue light down on the beach. And it slowly expands out to be like the full-size giant portal that you saw before. Uh, and it's just now like on the beach. <sighs> I knew she'd come through. Okay. Um, all right. Everybody through. Uh, EDO nine. I don't know if you're gonna fit, buddy. Uh, like it doesn't even seem to respond to you. Like it's yeah. <laughs> you're not on the registered users list. Okay. Um, but like you see down on the beach, you see some of those crab creatures starting to come out of their burrows mm. when this light starts shining on the beach. Um. And it immediately, like, steps up to the edge of the, the cliff and just starts, like, you hear the spin-up of, like, the, the cannons on both arms. They're like, and then it starts just, and, like, you see tracer rounds, like, oh, nice. peppering the beach and shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, like, crab parts are just flying all over the place. Like, it's just a bad day for the crabs. Um, so, like, you guys have a clear path to get to the port. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna you know lead the way down there, but I'm gonna be the last one through. Sure. Uh, and you manage to like help everybody kind of get through. Um, and then you step through yourself, and you step out onto just desert, right? Um, but it seems like your desert. Like okay. you've stepped back into into home. Uh how how bad is my vision at this point? 
um, like ninety percent bad. Yeah. Okay. Like you're almost like you're bumping into people. Yeah. Like because it's ninety percent, but it's like just a couple of dots yeah. left I, in each one, and the rest is all just kind of jacked up well, dead pixels. Uh, mom was the roboticist, and dad was the coder. I think. I think so. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I'm just gonna like. Go up to mom, like, uh, mom, I'm going to lose vision pretty soon. So I'm just going to, I'm going to need your help. Okay. And like, you feel hands on you. Okay. And then, uh, you hear one of the other scientists go, that's a strange robot. And, then somebody else goes, well, I don't think it's one of ours. Hmm. It's kind of got big arms on it. Oh, no. Weird. <laughs> and then you hear somebody go, ah, like you hear like an impact noise. You go to hell, Dave. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I got to get Cassie as angry as possible. <laughs> I want to see the actual point at which she's willing to burn the earth. Yeah. Um, now I forget he had, he had like torso and cranium. Yes. But not my arms and legs. Right. Yeah. Okay. What was uh, the good torso and cranium? That was the new eyes. One. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, he has good <laughs> eyes for me. Damn these eyes. I'm taking those ones. <laughs> Hey up. Uh so yeah. Uh that's where we'll end it for tonight. Okay. Uh, nice. Uh, Thank and, you and go to hell. <laughs> uh and we'll be back in two weeks. Uh two weeks. We continue uh this adventure and see where we're gonna end up, uh which I'm excited about. Um uh, I think at the beginning, but I'll say it again just in case people joined later, um, we are going to continue this story through the month of June. Uh, so I believe that gives us four more episodes. Or three more after tonight. Um, that will get us to our conclusion spot. Um, but yeah, uh, it's been fun. I always enjoy all of the wacky stuff you guys come up with. <laughs> and thanks again for playing with me. I appreciate it. Thank you uh, then uh, let's go around and find out what other things may be going on in everyone's lives. Uh, let's start to my right this time with Mac. Hey guys, I'm Mac. You can find me on the interwebs as at strange like that. That's the Facebook, the Twitter and the Instagrams. Uh, also my website where you can find my shop and tarot readings and all kinds of cool stuff. Um, I'm also here every Monday playing either this game or I'm playing the great American witch, which is being run by Christopher gray. A lot of fun. And I am also a part of 12 sided stories, which is a fully produced podcast that, uh, we're on our third season of our show, other world, London. Good time to get caught up with that. Uh, I also ran a show there called unquiet blood, which was a game of vampire five E. So check it out. Jay. 
Hey, you can find me on the interwebs uh, at, at Jay Holtham on all of the various socials. Uh, and um, these days, mostly just right here, uh, the occasional podcast or whatever, but I can get the that info all uh, mostly on the Twitters uh, at Jay Holtham. You get Bam. Hello. Uh, you can find me here on uh, Alternating Sundays as well for the Glittering Night Vampire 5th Edition uh, actual play where I play to- your totally normal um, Malkavian Satanic Nun. So that's fun. Um, you can also find me on the internets at Red Pandroid on most socials. And um, you can check out my website, redpandroid.com, for links to my Etsy and uh, t-shirt shops and all that kinds of good stuff if you want to go see my artwork. Ooh, Nick? Hey, you can find me on uh, Instagram or on uh, Twitter at SunGrowler, uh, as it, I believe, says in my name tag. And uh, not on there a lot, but uh, hop on in. I tell bad jokes and respond to things and have a good time. I'm also here on Wednesdays for Dying Embers, which is a homebrew D&D system that we are running in a uh, world that is uh, post-its-great-war uh, in which the sides of technology defeated the sides of magic. Oh, and Jason. Hi, I'm Jason. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch as it's probably okay. And just the letters. Okay. I'm here uh, for this on every other Monday on the opposite Sundays from these weeks. I'm also DMing uh, D and D five E uh, but we're doing an experiment where we're swapping in the 2D10, two 10-siders instead of the 20-sided die. Uh, and that's an Eberron setting uh, that is also going to be relatively short run, probably wrap up in July. So uh, catch that while it's going. Uh, Fridays, I have uh, stuff on my channel. Uh, we have fr- uh, Friday Fly Day, uh, Shelter in Space, where we're uh, uh, Sam Delev and I are playing uh, No Man's Sky in just chill. That's it. Like there's no winning or scores or points or like we're just chill and it's nice. And um, Saturday mornings uh, are are the return to the spider verse campaign that I'm running uh, uh, using masks and a bunch of fun folks. It's uh, a set in the uh, into the spider verse movie setting. And it's uh, also alternate universes because there's people from like a bunch of different streaming and podcasts and, and whatever all over the place. So it's a bunch of super cool folks that I tricked into playing a game with me. So um, be sure to check that out on my channel if you get a chance. Super cool. Well, thanks out there for joining us and we'll be back in two weeks. Two See weeks. you next time. Bye. Bye.